Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Librarians Podcast, episode number 26 of season two. Yes, there's only been two seasons so far. There will be more, probably. I don't know when that's going to happen, actually. I'm not sure when season three will be a thing. Probably the end of the year. I don't know. Maybe after season one, episode five has been released. Funnily enough, we'll be talking about such things today with my amazing and amazing awesome guests. Because I said amazing and amazing twice. (laughs) It was still shit. It was still a shit intro. I still failed. It was Graceful. still bad, and I swore as well. <laughs> you gotta roll with the punches, Jabro. Rolling with the punches, Kroof, is me, you know? That's Most what I do. Most people wouldn't have even noticed. It's like a typo. Most people don't notice unless you call it out. I can't wait to be a it's therapist. It's just for emphasis. <laughs> I'm gonna be a therapist. I'm just gonna suck at like, the intro bit. I'm just gonna be like, hi, and... Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> amazing, amazing. <laughs> when you stutter on a high. <laughs> oh, God. That's going to be great, isn't it? Um, we're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm Hi. already anxious so- enough as it is. <laughs> Hi. So what's wrong with you? Fine. Yeah. That's going to be what's you. What's up? I <laughs> <laughs> no, put it in I'm, his mind. I have crippling oh, depression. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I would feel very comfortable if someone told me that, but that's just me as told a you patient. What? Told you what? If they're just like, hey, what's wrong? <laughs> That's probably, it's pretty much what you do, actually. It, it's actually more of like, if you're a counselor, pretty much you say, like, first time they're here, you say, you know, I am X, Y, Z. We do X, Y, Z. We do this, that, the other. This is the conversation. Did you see N, Z? Wow. Yeah. And yeah, because I'm English, apparently. And N is there in the thing. And, uh... Yeah, talk about confidentiality, and then you're straight in. Straight in. All the history. Let's go. Tell me about yourself. What's going on? Who are your parents? Are your parents alive? Have you had any sandwiches today? <laughs> have done like a practice breakdown of characters like from Guild Wars or something? Like if you were to imagine a session with Bram. Oh yeah, well, I've done case, case uh, conceptual, conceptualization, conceptualization. Yeah, I guess that's what, that would be the word for characters for school. I did Batman. <laughs> which is very interesting there which was like Batman? i think just to, just, just a, a general one yeah unhinged. i was gonna say like let's go to the far off batman in the future where you've got like titans and robin and all that kind of stuff and like yeah, maybe not that one uh <laughs> well actually that one probably has had a lot of therapy whereas the one who's becoming batman is deeply <laughs> fucked up <laughs> like he's just getting getting that you know dual personality and you're like okay uh yeah there's a lot of things going on there but yeah he's got a lot of stuff going on if you want if you want i will if you want that article i will send it to you it's very interesting uh i wrote a big paper on that anyway sorry <laughs> good old sue podcast hi everyone as <sighs> myself fornax we have Kroof. also we have otter scotch as well I hope everyone is very good. Let's go around and do a little bit of a mini intro. Fornax, what do you do and where do you do it? Hi, I'm Fornax. I am a Guild Wars 2 primarily uh, content creator. I put most of my work onto YouTube, but I do occasionally come here and talk to these beautiful people. And I I do lurk on uh, Twitch quite a bit. That's me. Oh, and it's Crichton underscore Herald on um, 
Twitter and uh, yeah, please follow and all that stuff. I'm not very good at this. Next. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is a there is a Twitch or YouTube channel for each of the people in the description below as well as there is ever for everyone's stuff. So please go and check that those links out. And if they have a link to the game uh, that you can purchase as well, you can purchase Guild Wars 2, the expansions, etc. Uh, through their links uh, should they have them under the stream as well so please support them in a way you can possibly do that also go to their stream youtube check out the twitter instagram tiktok only knees uh, or anything else that they have um everyone's like hmm why did you ever say that uh next proof is back hi everyone Hello. how are you doing today <laughs> i'm doing great thank you so much for asking Excellent. I would like to order the eggs with wheat <laughs> toast, and I'll have a side of ketchup. Thank you very much. Did you say wheat toast? Yeah. What would, ketchup? What would not? What would just not wheat? What would you ask for if you didn't want wheat toast? Sourdough toast. Sourdough Ooh. toast. Really? This is a very American thing. Why are it? you coming for my order, Jabro? Because I just—I'm an English person. Like, How we just dare. say, "Can I have some toast, please?" I don't know. <laughs> I don't know like, where I was going with that, but hi everyone. Choice. I'm Kroof. I've been doing a lot of Guild Wars 2 videos over on my YouTube at Kroof. Uh, I am currently doing a little retrospective review series on the elite specializations of End of Dragons. Yeah. I have the heavy and the medium up. The light is done on Patreon early, but that should be going live later tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited that's to good. chat more. Yay. I watched the heavy one. Really, really good. I've got, I watched the medium one. I think that came out yesterday, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes, they're good. Go and watch them, people. <gasps> and all the builds you've been doing as well. Chris has been going oh, yeah. on it, on it on YouTube. Uh, some on beginner one. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grant Harold did some videos recently as well, fairly recently. I'm not sure if he did one this week. I did, but it's okay. You can which watch. One did I watch? Chris channel much more than mine. No, I, wait, I'm which not... one was it? Oh, well, what right. is this? Tell me the title. No. Tell me the title. What was it? Oh god. Oh god, that face. <laughs> Refused. Oh god. What was it called? Uh, I did a... The Elfies! Yes, no, 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 I watched the, it. The I did you watch did. a bit of it. Yes, 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 yes. Lying I watched a little bit of it in the bath. No, 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 yeah, I yeah. saw it because you put it on Twitter and everything else. I was in the bath and I was watching people's videos. That's where I watch videos sometimes. Okay. Don't drop the phone. Yeah. Oh, I can drop yeah. it. It's an it's a Google phone, Google Pixel. That's what they say. Well, wow. I'm not gonna say. drop it. The thing is, is if if you think about dropping it, you're gonna drop it more. So if I think it's waterproof, I will just never drop it. <laughs> is that why I always drop it so low at the bar? Uh, I'm dropping it low. <laughs> <laughs> this is a deeply confusing start. I don't I'm know what's happening. <laughs> And then last, but definitely not least, uh, last but certainly not least, it is Otter Scotch. Yes, <laughs> strawberry tiki with the uh, <laughs> like, uh, with the amazing emote from our friend uh, T the Khajiits from Elder Scrolls Online. That is uh, an apt emote to use. Um, I love their emotes so much. Yeah, she's good. People. She's so cute. Um, um, I did podcast yeah. with T the Khajiit when I did ESO actually. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah, she's cool. She's a good friend. Uh, okay, go. Sorry, Otterscotch ran into her. Yes, I'm Otterscotch. I am a uh, Guild Wars and variety streamer. I craft things like this adorable little Cyndaquil that my yes. camera's trying to blur out. Ta-da! There's a happy little thing for your day. 
What um, is it called? I actually... Oh, this is... It's a Pokemon. This is Cyndaquil. Oh, okay. I don't know which one Cyndaquil. that was. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, it's, one, it's like one of my favorites. I know the basic so, ones, you know. Um, also, the uh, you guys were also very, very impressed with the Quaggan from yes. last time. Yes, yes, yes. I have commissions open on oh, Ko-Fi or nice. Coffee or Kofi. I don't know how anyone says it, honestly. <laughs> yep, I, I am Otterscotch over there. I'm Otterscotch everywhere. Coffee. So, cool. check that out. There's a few I, spots open. I'll put that link in the description for you then. Yeah. Yeah, that awesome. can be your one. Just remind me. Absolutely. Okay. Go into the description. If you don't know what yeah. was just seen, because um, he, just that he, you post your link in the chat. If you're subbed, it will come out. Um, that's okay. If you're not, then... I'm just putting it in the Discord one. so that you can oh, okay. put it up. In I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll put it in Twitch as well. Um, also... Make sure, please, to follow everyone. And also, okay. if you can't see the video, come to... You can go to Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, uh, and you can see the VOD. It'll be there in some way, shape, or form, as long uh, as well as with all the other VODs that we have, all the things going on. Today's going to be a very... And everyone, thank you for coming on today. That's me doing a thumbs up. Of course. Uh, of course. It's proofs like... 728,000 episode. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> I think Kroof has been here the most. I feel like Rook has. Rook may I, have been. I think Rook has. Rook I, is, I don't is know. Me. I think you're kind of tied. I mean, I, I honestly, I think Jebro's been here the most. I mean, not for me. <laughs> Sometimes I, I leave for like getting packages and stuff. Like today. True. Today, there's, so, there's someone who's doing the staircase. <laughs> Like next oh, to no. my, so I'm like every so often, like yeah, I don't know. And there's another parcel coming. It's Fridays, yeah. It's just Fridays are the worst in this building, anyway. Whatever. Uh, okay, so we're talking about Guild Wars two. The stream's only been going for like half an hour, so it's fine. No, fifteen minutes. Okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well today. Oh dear, let Guild Wars two. So. Uh, I wanted to update kind of some numbers on some some things about Guild Wars 2 that are kind of interesting going on at the moment. And just generally talk about the direction of kind of Guild Wars 2 and where it's going. Because I've heard kind of things through the grapevine um, of like, you know, veterans aren't massively happy. Uh, some some veterans, like extreme people. I don't know, extreme people, if that's the right <laughs> Extreme people. <laughs> but like, you know, the more kind of raid slash fractal slash instance content sort of end game peeps aren't getting much and they feel there's a little bit of disappointment there pvp world v world alliance is still not here really not any sign of what's going on there recent too much recently a little bit of communication here and there but you know when are extremists happy that's very true um <laughs> that's very true because they're always going to go that. to the next level <laughs> that was very good um and there there is a little bit of concern about different things like i checked the steam numbers uh they've gone down uh which is to be expected kind of post launch you know but they've gone down by a few thousand um so there were some things where you know we had this steam insertion we had the 10 year anniversary we had all this wicked stuff and then suddenly <laughs> there is there is a bit of a we're feeling a drop in places i'm and i'm feeling a drop myself and just playing the game generally 
uh, a little bit. Maybe because I've just been going pretty hard recently and uh, doing content and stuff, which is a thing. So I guess general question, like any feel, uh, is that a feeling for anyone else? Or is that just maybe a me thing? Or is just maybe because of the way I'm feeling, I'm noticing that from others maybe a little bit more? Or is it that, you know, everyone else is kind of just on this high kind of like, woohoo, everything is fine. Everything's good. It actually has crept up on me, I'd say, in the past week. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really feeling that until recently, but Mm. ever since we got episode four of season one, that's where I picked the game back up. So there wasn't anything new for me really to experience. And I don't know, I think just it allowed me to take a little bit of a, a look back and seeing that we had a really strong expansion of End of Dragons. And then for a decent, I'd say like a a moderate pool of the community, we went straight into season one. And for those people who had played it, it really wasn't anything new. Mm. So I was then able to kind of just be like, oh yeah, there, there have been some people who really haven't felt that there's been anything new for quite some time, like almost eight months at this point so so yeah i was like yeah it makes sense why people would be a little bit you know kind of their steam and their their energy is is dwindling a little bit Mm. i mean we're hitting that right at the same time as we're starting to go into the fall and winter when life just kind of takes off you know your schedules are shifting a lot of people have school Mm. a lot of work uh things are going to be picking up heading towards deadlines by the you know end of the fiscal year kind of things there's there's always quarterly deadlines coming up and that just is all kind of hitting at the same time right now for a lot of people i know at least Mm -hmm. i i I agree i agree completely i think but i think that we have to look at as a veteran player i knew the stuff that there was coming in season one wasn't for me and I, mm-hmm. I, I, but I accepted it and I'm happy about it because I'm, yeah. I guess, I guess I'm kind of more invested in the, the kind of the long game. A lot of people are quite short termists. We've been there for a while sh- now, haven't we? We've got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, so true. people want their shiny toys now, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel for the raid community. They haven't had a new raid in quite some time. Mm. I feel for the fractal community. They, they, they need the love. I, oh my God. I mean, the least loved child is world is um world v world and i feel for that community yeah i i want them to have even if at this point they just get a reskinned map that uh, that reflects the updated yeah. graphics in like yeah. canther for fuck's sake guys give them something yeah. throw them a bone um so yeah no i can i can totally appreciate it and also i mean it the, mmos are, are cyclic aren't they this the, the, mm-hmm. there's a there's an ebb and flow you have a rise and you have a you have an ebb new content comes everyone runs and looks at it new shiny things and then they all like wander especially the fact that they don't feel compelled to play or forced to play by a sub to get yeah. their money's worth That's so true. We've, we've sorry go on. um it's it's also one thing I wish that ArenaNet would do is just make it easier to go through achievements. They always feel just so t- so yeah. tucked away. You can forget how many. And I've been like digging out and trying to clean up old achievements that I'm just like one step away mm-hmm. from. And they're so difficult to find the ones that I'm so close to finishing. There's a lot to right, do yeah. and it's just difficult to access at times. Yeah, yeah 90, 90% of sure. the game is still stuck inside the UI that you have to dig out yeah so, that's there's the eye roll it's so true right yeah, I it, mean... is. it is because I, I did um 
So I just finished Flame Seeker Prophecies actually this past week. Um, and I was kind of excited, but I got started to do it when I was going through it and I was like crafting the precursor. I was like, oh man, I, I did hope before and it's just the same thing. <laughs> it's just, it's different. It is, it is cool at the same time. It's like, you know, you have to go around Tyria and you core, core game pretty much and you find, you know, register all these villains and all these heroes and you go to all these places. It's very cool. Um, and then, but it's still, you're still doing the same thing essentially as you do with the other precursors. You go to kill, you know, draw like Claw of Jawmag. You go to the Destroyer, and but it's another reason that you go there other than. So it's just exactly the same thing. And I was just like, that by the end of it, I was just like, I'm kind of done with this, honestly. And I'm kind of glad I'm not going to be doing another precursor craft for a while. I might just do the Orion weapons because it's easier. Um, and like. Yeah. I don't know. I, so that even that part, but but at the same time, I had to go and use for ease. I would go and use like put my API into the Guild Wars 2 wiki and then like follow that and then have my game. And I was like, some, sometimes that's a bit annoying because I'd like this quest log of all these things being tucked off, which would be quite cool. Um, but we've talked about this before. I've been Kriv as well. Like and maybe even with both of you, or Scotch and uh, Harold Fornax as well about this. UI and about this like achievements and how it's not the same as other games you know new players have to get used to this the fact that quests are essentially hidden by <laughs> and are just yeah. achievements yeah i don't know what you guess they've, they've moved uh, a little bit in a direction that is more uh, sim- similar to classic quest design with end of dragons where there are certain npcs in arborstone that have an indication above their head with a little crown and that gives you an idea that oh there's a quest line to do in in like a separate story but it's not as well used as i think it could be to actually show off like side stories Mm -hmm. and side quests to go and do like even in episode four there's this like quest line to go and find all the crate obelisks but it's purely in the UI and there's no indication of where they're located either. And I was like doing that for a little bit, but then I just totally forgot about it because there is no, there's no like in-game way to kind of keep track of it. It, It's just not as well done. And also there's no real reward other than like achievement points in in the story, which Mm. is in and of itself for some people, a good reward, but we have the adventure guide, the new adventure guide, is kind of like a quest system while leveling. So the, the, we're seeing elements of classic Thinking, yeah. quest design popping in, but... Is that a way yeah. of, like, transitioning people into the achievement system, do you think? Like, being like, there's this pop-up, you did this thing. Oh, achievement. Here you go. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I like those as well because they're purely character-bound, where you're yeah, able to true. do them on each of your characters. Everything is so account based so even if you Mm. did complete quests like the fear in my mind would be that you can't go and do that quest again on other characters and gain rewards so i've i've appreciated the adventure log stuff to do i i think the the definitely the next thing that they're they're slowly but surely kind of overhauling and refreshing a lot of the elements of the game so that they brought that and they they brought back in season one that they're they're kind of tweaking and i think the next thing that they really need to look at is the 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 whole interface system and the whole way that they did they kind of deliver that kind of deeper content to people Mm. i think it it definitely with especially with like the tiktok not to 
diss TikTok, but it's a TikTok generational thing. You can thing. diss TikTok, it's um, awful. It's good, it's good, it's good for many things, but it, it's it, it, very abusive. Well, it's it's the it's the short attention span that 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 it breeds. People just want the stuff; they want it front and center. And I'm not saying you can't have long, involved and detailed stories. People will sit for that; they will. But you have to hook them in, and if they're missing the hook, they're missing the content. So I think that they really have to kind of push that content from behind all those windows and interface UI panels out into the world. I don't know how mm. difficult that will be. It might be Herculean, um, mm. but that's that if i if i could tell them anything that would be the thing that i would tell them move the, move your content front and center because 90% of the community is missing most of it it must be it's they must point. have these stats like they must have these stats of how many people have done the achievements i mean maybe maybe we don't know maybe there are more people doing achievements than well, we realize i don't know we or do you, can gain we can like, glimpse no, a little bit of that because sometimes they're the achievements rewards are like titles and you can go and check how many people have acquired those titles and those rewards and i think just the other day um during my stream we were talking about like the volcanic weapon in ice fruit saga that collection where you get a title or something and like it's one of the rarest titles really? and, and accomplishments Wait, what do you have to do game. for that you have to like craft all your volcanic storm oh. weapons and then like multi-tier stuff so not not many people do it that, that's not technically like a side story quest line example but that's just like something yeah, you could no, go no. after in the achievement panel but yeah it's yeah. like ex machinima that's another one that's quite rare i think okay. yeah so there's a lot in the achievement panels but i don't there's there are some very very rare accomplishments when you look right. at the larger community mm. huh. yeah and that's okay. like that's kind of why i brought that up in the first place was because I've been experiencing that same kind of burnout, that same kind of I've been playing the game for eight years. Mm. And a lot of the stuff I want to do, I've done until I started actively digging and using the outside of game tools to find the achievements that I haven't yeah. done. And there's some fun achievements. There's some easy achievements. There's there's all these things that just they're there. There's a lot of things to do that, and some of them give great rewards and even achievement points. Um, once you hit the milestones, give some pretty good rewards. I'm coming up on one that gives me 400 gems. Yeah, and those and, ones are good. Uh, like, it, it's just I had me. completely forgotten it was all it was there and available. I think sometimes, I don't know why, sometimes I look at achievements that I'm like, it could be cool, but I don't feel like they reward enough sometimes. I think that when the totals, like you say, you know, the 400 is pretty cool. But sometimes you're like, you do all of these achievements and you know, like you see that one achievement point and then you're like, then it's, it's some exotic kind of, I don't know, accessory. If anything. Sometimes they don't even give you anything. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Sometimes it's just okay. the achievement point. Yeah, and it's just like, why did I do this? <laughs> there are there are some know. really awesome rewards. Some, there yeah. Are. Yeah, skins-wise and stuff. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's the Radiant and Hellfire sets, which mm -hmm. are free to apply. Absolutely beautiful. Um, oh, yeah, are, for the totals, yeah. Yeah, yeah there are, there are all, there's a whole series of weapons, actually two series of weapons that you can earn in the achievement point system. Uh, you may not like them. They may not be your cup of tea, no, no, but they're no. free to apply. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Not Just saying favorite. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but like in the actual like 
for like weapon collection, individual things on the thing. You're doing your specific like fixer upper for engineer, for example, is big like hammer, which looks like a wrench, right? I think I'm pretty sure. Like that's cool. Um mm. and there's some good skins and stuff. But I think I think honestly they need to start thinking about if they're not gonna <sighs> And so Obi said it in, in the chat as well. I was talking about raids, and I think someone mentioned about raids before, you know, feeling sorry for the community there. I think if they're not gonna... Well, the thing is, they released the CM of, like, the strike, which was really, really good and really, like, well-received by a lot of people. They've not really talked oh. about... All, well, wasn't it, like... Wasn't it well-received? Oh, well... I thought it was like my a brain interpreted thing. that differently, but it was very well received. My oh, brain went in okay. the direction of not many people are like actively, you know, accomplishing it or doing oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah, a, no, a, I mean, not many people are accomplishing yeah. it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Um, but I think the idea that it's there was, you know, yeah. attracted a lot of people. But I think, you know, and I said this at the time, I think the reason it attracted people was it was content for them to talk about. And then they kind of didn't attempt to play the game or even do it. And it's just like it was... There's this thing, isn't there? Like, oh, this game's got this amazing thing. I'm going to talk about it to get content, get views, and then that's kind Not of it. actually play it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a yeah. weird uh, content creation is turned into a very very interesting world. Um, the, that's the domain of endgame content that I'm looking for i'm yes. not I, I used to be like an yeah, achievement yeah. hunter it's less so now yeah but i felt that one of the the more unfortunate occurrences is a lack or what to me has felt like a lack of end game content we're in a little bit of like a strike mission drought and we are going to be getting one strike mission for season one but i feel like the Been last while. the last strike mission that i felt like I could eventually go for is Overlook. I have yet to complete it, but like that's yeah. something I think I could do, but it's still not something I'm actively doing. So in reality, mm. the last update that I got was really uh, Anka and the Junlei Jade Junkyard. And that we've had like in my position, and I think in the general strike mission uh, position is that we've had quite a few months of no strike content for one boss. So And they haven't been new, end, have they? And haven't been new it's yeah. not new it's just difficulty increases difficulty increases with That's some extra mechanics so it does yeah. breathe new life into it but we really it it's just felt like i understand that they're not going to be doing raids and i'm totally at peace with that and i actually really love the direction of strike missions Same. but it's just felt like i feel like season one could have had more than one strike mission at and least also, from like episode four and five if we yeah. had a, a, an actual strike mission for this episode release mm. i think that would have maybe especially with lining it up with the release of of steam that probably would mm. have just funneled people into that end game content a bit more mm. so that's so true i'm just astonished that they're not going to do any more raids i think it's such a, a, a such an own own goal i really do Thank well there's there is they haven't said that they're not doing it but just I from think, the overall reception yeah, of strike missions it's safe to say that they'll probably lean more into that mm. if we do see more of a a strong endgame community i wouldn't put it past them to just do like a one like a new fun raid and like have that be the statement piece of the year or something it's weird isn't it because like i i feel like guild wars 2 the thing i feel about like people watching guild wars 2 specifically is i think a lot of guild wars 2 players like to watch the end game stuff and like the, like, like to witness it 
I don't think they like to play it <laughs> or like getting or like push for that end game. Does that make sense? I don't mean like, you know, it's not good. I, I just mean that I think the general player on the bigger population of Guild Wars 2 is just not focused on that those areas still, I think. I've, I'm not sure if that's true or not. I just It's just a feeling I have where I'm like, I feel like the player, the general Guild Wars 2 player is kind of the... Um, what's that map called? Drizzlewood Coast is kind of that player, honestly. And I will always ne- I will never forget Kruf saying this. Endgame is ma- like, you know, open world slash map metas. Like those kind of, that feels like the end game. It does, because I feel like that is the most populated area of the game most of the time. Or it's World v. World, actually, as well, which is weird to say. Have, have they delivered that type of end game for season one no funnily enough I mean, slightly oh, with the, this oh episode, yeah that's true yeah tower yeah go on slightly How, and can you say more say some more i i actually really enjoy the nightmare tower i think yeah. it's a lot of fun I agree but i just think that the way it's been integrated it it further separates populations into further instances mm. which you know you, you kind of become comfortable with in guild wars 2 but we have a couple other instances of this, like with Dragonstorm, the marionette. And I think it'd be fun maybe in the future to have kind of like a cycling portal where like each week they kind of change and incentivize you to play it for that week and whatever, just because it'd be nice to funnel that if they do want to explore that more. And I also think that the Nightmare Tower is perhaps a precursor to what we might get in episode five with the Lion's Arch stuff. I think you're right. Yeah. That's it would allow point. them to create that spectacle of having a, a mm. full 50 squad of players going through the map and doing all the events. So I I imagine we'll get another one of these type, like dungeon-esque large squad encounters. Um, so it just kicked my desk. Okay. Oh, of, God. <laughs> everyone is shattered. Um, it, it kind of has brought that, but not to the same magnitude of something like Drizzlewood Coast or mm-hmm. Dragon's End or any of the other larger meta events like that prison wood coast it's good it's like it's just fun to like traverse through the go through the map it's just this pathway of like just so much going on you get so much loot and you're just like even if you don't enjoy like you can just go through with your mate and just be like yeah i'm just getting loads of loot like we're just getting loads of loot and this is an mmo and this is cool but the like terrain in that map is so unique and so yeah. cool it's good. It's, I it love feels it like so there's so many different like good biomes. It, it's really good progressive. Like you feel like you're leveling. You're moving through a map. Like you're through through goals. Like you're in this safe base camp, and then you go through these camps, which you take over, and then you invade this area, which is you know the enemies, and then you kill this big boss. You know it's pretty fucking cool. It is pretty well thought out. It's probably the best, the best one of the best. You know, all-inclusive kind of map, map metas that last for a, a significant amount of time, I guess. I'm not sure if any others match up to it. But I like what you said about the latest episode and the tower. That was very far. Even when we went through and we just had that squad of, like, ten of us. Like, that was cool. Um, and That's the most fun I've had with it, though, is when I'm doing yeah. it in a smaller, tighter squad. Every time I try going into the public instance, I end up... <laughs> at least halfway through and completely lost and yeah. i don't know where anybody is mm. i i wish the kind of that they put it on the same timer rotation put put it in yeah. the world boss cycle so that you have you have this big announcement Options. another in the map another attempt to, to take down the nightmare tower is beginning in five minutes 
That's you a know? good idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. to try and rally yeah. people. Or like um mm -hmm. or there could be like a so in Warhammer Online they did this really, really good thing and it was called the war report. And you could click the war report and it would say these areas are having different events happening now. You click it and you would port there automatically for free. So this there was a PvP fight going on here. There's this PvE zone quest going on over here. There's this boss battle going on here. And you could just click it and you would just go there and there would be loads of people and it would be free. So it would just always be about like, I want to do something. I'm not sure what to, I, what to do right now. Where can I go? And it would just be some kind of UI that would say, you can do this, that, the other. Click it. It's kind of a bit it's like the boss. The, the world boss portal. Yeah, yeah. but you yeah. have to pay for that, right? And that's mm -hmm. something that which pops up in your chat. So it's like they need that in the game just to be a free thing for people mm -hmm. that they can just go to. Or you know, know, better better utilize the aerodrome. Some people have mentioned, and yeah, I've mentioned multiple times, it's like we have these meeting hubs for all the game modes of PvP and World vs. World, but for people looking to do structured PvE With content PvE, like Strikes, yeah. Raids, World Bosses, and you know all those portal like instanced content, we really don't have one particular place. We have the aerodrome for raids. We have that portal in Lion's Arch for fractals. We have the Eye of the North for like other strike missions in those world events. So it, it just feels a little too separated. And I think the aerodrome could be a pretty fun place to just like accumulate all of that into one meeting area to just know what's popping up when and say like, oh, I want to go do this. And so I'll go go over here and, you know, queue up and all that stuff. I think that's a great idea. I think the more that they can put all the content that they have in the game front and center and push mm -hmm. it into people's faces, because a lot of times people will not know what to do. They'll play through the story, they'll do a bit of crafting, and then they're like, well, what the hell do I do now? And and I think, as ever, it's it's a, it's a problem, not with the, necessarily the content, but mm. it's getting, it's funneling players into the content. I also don't understand why. So they've got this um, sort of um, a, a collective buff during raiding whereby you accumulate, uh, it becomes easier the more tries you get so that you're encouraged oh, to keep on trying. Oh, emboldened mode. Emboldened mode, yeah. which I've, it's in a few games. It's in World of Warcraft, it's in a Final Fantasy. It's, it's, it's a great mechanic. I don't understand why they're not just, why they haven't just kicked down the doors, opened it up so that it's on everywhere mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. it, it, I, I, I like all the content to be there all the time. And it certainly doesn't seem to have done Final Fantasy any disservice to have a hundred raids with 17,000 bosses and everything on fire all at once with with these attrition modes on all the time because it just, because what pe players realize is when I want to play the game, I can go in and play the game and everything that I ever wanted, everything that I've paid for is right there. I can do it when I want. And that's kind of really like the the ethos of respecting a player's time and i think that the game does it really well for so many areas mm. but i think that the delivery of this kind of end game content i think that that they could step that up and i think it would it would be very much appreciated especially by veteran players but it would help with retention as well they can bump hugely. up the rewards have it like have it as a level so then emboldened just becomes easier mode like it just becomes an easier mode they leave the rewards there and they bump up the other levels you know they could easily mm. i mean it they could easily do it because they're doing it. They just need to, like you say, I think, activate it. Because I was like, we were doing like a rotation thing as a guild for a while. Um, I kind of slowly fell off because summer. But like, 
I was just like, damn, it'd just be cool to go through this like next week again and on embolden mode to learn it again because we didn't kill everything. Um, everyone's different level of experience, gear, everything else. And even on embolden mode, some bosses, we just needed to get the mechanics down. That was it. Um, and yeah, it was just sad that we couldn't do that, unfortunately. And I think, you know, even embolden mode on, on other things in the game could be good as well. I don't know, but... I just, I think, I feel mm. like those type of modes make you feel less, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, de de demoralized, right? Mm -hmm. You get in, the content's hard, it beats the shit out of you, and you think, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. I mean, the, 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 it depends the, the, what you're looking more... for. That sometimes that's an all right feeling because you'd feel like a sense of accomplishment when you've moved through something. But then if it's a mode which is you know is you've activated because you want to do it first time to just see it and do it, then you can turn it off and then you can see feel that sense of progression, right? I guess. Well, I mean, the most important thing is choice. So if you're going yeah. in in a pub, mm. you just want it to be smooth. You don't want to piss about the people who you're with and yeah. you just want to get through it and done. If you're doing mm. it with a guild, have a have a nightmare mode. Have it so that people's hair are on fire. <laughs> just do it. Make it as hard yeah. as you want because that's what they want. But you, you've got to have, you've got to have all the seats at the table from Noddy on one end to, you know, the Chad on the, on the, on the bottom. You, you've got to, you've got to accommodate for all pallets as it were. Yeah. And I, I think looking at other MMOs and seeing their mm. um, great um, choice between easy mode, normal mode and harder modes, and it not being exclusive to one particular uh, instanced form of content for that week, it it probably would help Guild Wars 2 out a little bit to consider that. Yeah. So that you don't have to feel like, well, I know that we can't beat that particular raid because we still haven't like figured out the mechanics, but I still want to raid, but I can't. Mm. Or I feel like it's too much of an ask for me to go and do uh, at this time, and I'd rather go and do it on emboldened mode. So I, perhaps they they were more so testing the waters with keeping it to a one once a week rotation. But from my experience, it's been pretty successful. So I would like to see them just allow Expanded. you to just select if you want to do it on uh, emboldened mode. Yeah, and then integrate an LFG system. Oh, See, I was yeah, I was surprised you didn't. I was waiting for you to I, I say was, that. I knew we're not going to go down that road, yeah. but I just wanted to be like, no, I, we, I don't mind you saying. I don't. I'm I'm there with you though. You know, I'm there with you. I'm I'm actually. I I'll tell you about um, really really cool experience I had in another game with an LFG, which I actually think Guild Wars Two should adopt. Um, and it was really a really positive experience I've had every single time I've done dungeon, and that's in New World. And if you haven't played New World recently and you've been you've been thinking about it, it's the best time to get into that game because their systems are improving. They've got there's still a lot there's still a lot to do, but there's the game is looking very promising. The promise of raids is coming, for example, mounts, loads of stuff that people just want that they're bringing into the game. A new weapon is coming, a new expansion which is pretty much free, which is like an entire brand new zone which is massive, and they're bringing in like. The Egyptians and Romans and like there's so many different things which are coming into the game and I'm like so pumped um and it, it's just been really really fun but the thing is in that game they don't have many dungeons at the moment like six or seven but before you just had to be out front and just has to like find people and just like <laughs> say in chat you know like it was even more weak than you know Guild Wars 2 there was no even like LFG and men like thing 
But you can click onto the dungeon now and you can say, you know, you're looking for a group. And there's so many different levels, hard, hard levels that you can do. And there's also this mutated mode where, you know, there's a debuff on you. So you get a condition damage on you for depending on what the dungeon is like. And then you get wicked rewards, etc. The, the big thing is the LFG. So you click on that and then there's some groups lined up and it says the gear score you need, what difficulty you want to do and everything else. But you can apply to join the group and then, you know, you, they can accept you or whatever. But then when you're in the group, you all get, you can all get teleported to the actual dungeon itself. You can be wherever you are in the world. You don't have to go there. And it's just like, it's just so easy to do. And I don't know if it's the community has improved. I feel like New World's community was a bit more toxic than I would have liked to. But like every single experience I've had has just been wicked. It's been so good. And there's voice comms and the voice comms have been awesome as well. Like the people are just helping each other, like talking about tactics, how we go through, you know, mechanics of the bosses. All the things and I was healing, so I was like healing for the first time. And if you're gonna get, you know, if you're gonna get any crap, <laughs> it's gonna be the healer, you know, it's gonna be me. And in like people can tell as well because I streamed it and it was just really, really good. It was really fun, but it wasn't like auto LFG, it was like in between Guild Wars System 2 system and like auto LFG. So I'm like, I saw that system and I was like, oh, this was actually kind of good, but then it was still have some downsides to it as well it's like auto lfg can can get kind of toxic sometimes but at least you're in there and you're doing it you know <laughs> you're kind of doing the thing um so I'm, I'm all for an lfg system do you is that what you want and creep you want the full-on like auto lfg like let's just go put me in the group let's go Ash. yeah i think i think it can be done i, do. I think yeah. there are certain systems and if you need to have something to check if the player is eligible i think gear score would be totally fine in a game like guild wars 2 or especially stat. because Maybe. there is no gear treadmill yeah. there is nothing above it it's just you have to meet this and then also you can check your your certain builds stats and then you have to meet a certain minimum to queue mm. up for that role or something um the emboldened mode system also allows for perhaps an easier time of encountering those bosses with pugs. I mean, you're even able to fully pug a raid, even if it's not on emboldened mode, but having that emboldened mode certainly helps. Yeah. And just my experience in so many other MMOs, even in a game like ESO with relatively mm. the same amount of customization and somewhat, you, you're able to kind of go in between the Trinity and you know have that flexibility the use the friendliness of being able to just say i want to do this click that button and then wait and go and do other things and suddenly mm -hmm. you're in that content that you're looking for mm -hmm. it keeps me in those games so much longer yeah. and it doesn't add this extra pressure of when i do decide to lead a raid or a squad mm -hmm. i don't have to have like be micromanaging everything uh, all the time and being like okay who can do this who can do that it also falls onto the balance of the game in terms of their their design philosophy of how elite specs are going to work. Mm -hmm. There's there are a lot of moving parts, but it it could be done, and I'd be interested in seeing it at least be tested on something exclusively like the emboldened system, or at least in dungeons having an auto queue system of dungeons. Yeah, um, I think so. But. It would be a very, uh, very cool feature that I would just fall on my knees for. Absolutely. 
I, I totally agree. You, they could have a drop down. So you select the role that you want to um, fulfill. You could you could even have it as, as detailed as which elite are you running? So I'm going to I want to be support. I'm going to run. I'm I'm a ranger. I'm I'm running a druid belt. And then lock you into it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. what Final Fantasy does, right? I mean, that's how yeah, it exactly. works with Final Fantasy Void. If you are playing, if you queue up as a healer, you cannot leave. You can't leave that spec, can you? Or can you go into you, another you spec? Which you, is can't a healer? Switch. you can't, you can't switch, switch when you're in. Even yeah. in PvP and Guild Wars 2, there's a certain point where you're not able to switch yep. anymore. You're you're locked into whatever exactly. you're playing. Oh. Um, there are multiple checks that they'd have to do, and I think that'd be fine, like gear score, stats. And then checking if you want if they wanted to brand certain specializations as like filling that role, you yeah. then have to like check that. And I don't think it would necessarily destroy the flexibility and build craft of Guild Wars Two because no. you do have quite a lot of build craft. But it would just be an added system to further yeah. allow players to interact with the content of the game and maybe like increase the population of that endgame content. Can I say something that might be controversial? So never. Oh god. Never, never. Shock <laughs> horror. Please don't. Cuck monster. Right. So there's there's never I don't know what you just said, but you said I, monster. Doesn't matter. Yes. Oh, so, alright, okay. <laughs> oh god. In terms in terms of like gear, yeah. Guild Wars 2 actually has some of the least OP in comparison to say like the standard if we say that the base bog standard for a max level character is a set of exotic gear which is incredibly yeah. easy to get right mm -hmm. and it's only something like 15 percent better to get ascended gear yeah it's 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 I, it's a nuts asshole yeah. it's a nuts yeah. asshole it, and this is why That's i say tiny. this yeah. that is very tiny very very <laughs> just very like <laughs> I mean, we could ask about where creep's going, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, so it's such as so I've always I always say to people who who kind of like piss on Guild Wars Two, oh, it's dead, it's too easy, dude. The game is about skill. If you care at all about skill, play Guild Wars Two because once you're up to the exotic gear. You can have a you can have a great player in exotic, and you can have a really crap player in ascended. And who's going to do the most damage? Exotic. I mean, so, as long as you can, as long as you click, I mean, you could, they could even have a button. I'm wearing exotic gear. I'm wearing ascended gear. If they want to, if they want to really get to like the the far end of a fart. But honestly, I think as long as you're max level, you're running the, the you're running the build. If you go in and you suck, yeah. If your build isn't get working, kicked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the I mean, you can take players. So you can do advice. that. People offer you advice. They could even have, like, um, Final Fantasy fourteen has a button that equips all the best gear that you can put you in your own? spec. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so, so you're, good. You're oh, my God, true. that button helps me so much. True. <laughs> I get it's so, so confused about the game. But if they don't oh. want to do that, have. Dear, dear Guild Wars 2 player, this is the, the standard spec for a druid healer. If you want to go in support, this is what we recommend yeah. as a dev team. Now, this isn't the best, it isn't the worst. If you want to min-max, go to Snow Crows, but this is a bog standard build that anyone can run. These are the button presses that we recommend. Have a, have fun and, and 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 don't take it as like gospel, but take it as a kind of the, the diving off point 
for you to get into raiding. Yeah. Yeah. And in a game like Rift, at least for the traits, Rift actually used to do this where they had um, set up builds for certain roles. I know. I've actually been watching a lot of Rift videos. Have you played it recently? I would love no, to play I that. Not. I would love I to not. get a guild and go and play Rift again. I'm from from base game, fresh server, I would. Oh. Is it still a game? Is it still it's running? Still, it's yeah, still game, running. Is it game again? Which is wild. Is yeah. it game again? It's yeah. on maintenance, but it's still running. Yeah, they're not adding content, unfortunately. What was what else? So you you were saying about the Rift? So they had builds, didn't they? Because but yeah, yeah, like what what Fornax was mentioning in terms of like having a recommend if you are looking to play a role. Say you are on a druid, and you're looking to like do strike missions or something, and you're mm. looking to play that healer role. They would give you and present to you with like a recommended set where it's like. <sighs> What very very standard yeah. taking druid nature magic and you know beast master or something whatever, uh, and then it would like load it out. But also you can uh, lean on the community to do that as well. Oh God, Kruf, damn you! Got me thinking about Rift. Uh, Rift is so good. Rift was it's so another one that I completely good. missed. It was so good. It was. It is it one was of my good. favorite MMORPGs. It really mm. is. Like they did so many. The way you could customize like your builds and stuff like and it just had some really unique classes like they had a warrior yeah. healer for example like you know and and rift is responsible for it's a lot of what good was too yeah well yeah. kind of a paladin but they had a type paladin well what was he called cleric right clerics cleric had yeah. paladin warrior had like a bunch of other souls that were like healing soul very strange was. But you'd switch and I, souls, I, wouldn't I, you? Like, which were better yeah. build templates, right? Kind of. And I appreciate Guild Wars too because it does give me like an echo of Rift with all of its oh, elite specializations and the amount of the like the tree system, like well, you the can dynamic three. events as loads of and, stuff and, yeah, in the game. That's what also, from. I was playing Dragon's End, yeah. And you know how like the Void outbreaks, the different magics. I was like, these are rifts. Yeah, absolutely. they're full rifts. Of course they are. <laughs> Every single, like literally, like beat by beat like Crip. you do the event and then you. the boss button it just clicked last week and i was like oh my god okay. these are riffs what, <laughs> and i kind like, i kind of want them to do that again because yeah, it was same. fun but like but also you know warhammer online i've said this a million times public quests were these events which popped up it was warhammer online rift guild Wars 2 it was just public events like all it all is been like that's what rifts were but rifts do you remember raid rifts mm-hmm. oh my god they were so hard at the beginning and they would like so and good. the rifts in like the starter zones, they would like rush forward and like yeah. a giant boss would spawn and attack the capital. They were meta events. Ugh. They were meta events. That's they what they events. were. They were ma- meta events. Dynamic ev- honestly, dynamic events have blessed the MMO sphere. Great, great change. There's some games that. that just don't opt for them. And I'm like, why? They're so good. Like ESO has some fixed events, like even in there, but they just pop up in the same area. Like even High Isle, they just had these new ones put in, but they're still the same thing. They're just in an arena area and they just kind of just pop up and I'm sad. Anyway, sorry. Um, but like Rift is like, it's free. I would seriously, the storyline is a bit weird, um, but like it is... It is a really decent old school kind of tab target MMORPG, which has really solid, awesome systems. And if you can, Dungeon has probably got some of the best rating I've ever, ever played. Like mechanics wise, there's some fantastic stuff in there. Also, you can be a dwarf. So <laughs> there's that. That was a bonus. Oh, yeah. That's, that's one, of the, one of the reasons. I wasn't, my main was not a dwarf, though. 
funnily enough. Um, there's a human cleric. Surprise. Any chloromancer mains? Oh, chloromancers were so good. They were so good. I was, I was a cleric. What did I play? Purifier, I think, or something. Mm, I they would do Sentinel. Yeah, Sentinel was like Sentinel, Sentinel, was the, Sentinel was the single target, right? And then Warden was yeah AOE, AOE healing over time. Yeah, that Purifier was cool. Purifier was shielding. Yeah, and then what was that? There was one Harbinger? where you did damage and damage heals. I think it was called the Harbinger. No, it wasn't called Harbinger. It was called something else. It was Oracle. Called, no, it was for cleric. No, no, it was called. It was began with a D, I think. For cleric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, no, I need to look it up. Just right now. No, it's gonna bother you. Yeah, yeah no, this is bad. I'm, I know I'm talking about Rift now, and I've just gone off some weird tangent. But Rift cleric souls. It's called Fruid. No. Gone off on a tangent, and you can't even. <laughs> you I, you I'm can't. gonna find it. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. I'm finding it right now. Here it is. So Justicar was the um, defiler. That's oh, what it was. Defiler. Yeah. So you defile targets and heal. So you would do damage and you would heal your raid as well or the single target because you would put a, like a marker on the tank and the more yeah. damage you did you do damage the more to yourself yeah. Oh, well. yeah 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 that was some really good oh Ooh, wow. that'd be a fun necro spec anyway <laughs> yeah but they had inquisitor as well which is kind of necro like the, the kind of corruption necro where you're yeah. stealing health and absolutely yeah. like cabalist as well but there was some real good damage specs also, as well also rift has some great class names oh yeah they like pulled out all the stops and for icons and stuff like i'm just looking at the classes and like them anyways guild wars 2 sorry yeah well, well I, in, in future i want to do i want to do like a podcast on just chatting but with like bringers and talking about like if you're not playing guild wars 2 what else are you playing but like you know that could be there's a future thing about that if you were in the comments if you would like to see that kind of thing let's know but i still need to do my general mmorpg podcast at some point in time <laughs> Yeah, a new MMOholics uh, podcast. That's what we should. Yeah, well, I'm, I've I've got a list of guests. You're all on that list. <laughs> it's just gonna be oh, like. Just to forewarn you, I don't actually play any other MMOs currently. I do yeah. single player RPGs in my well, fine, time. fine. I'll just do another one called a single <laughs> MMO RPG podcast. We forgive and, you. We, uh, we forgive you. We still thank love you. you. I just thank like you. podcasts. I, I, I like talking to people. I like talking to people about this stuff because in, in it's like I actually raided Merrick. Do you remember? Um, it's, that's his name, isn't it? Yeah, Merrick. Um, and he was playing, he's a big, he was a big God Wars 2 streamer. He doesn't stream as much anymore. He was playing Star Trek Online. Mm-hmm. And that, that was around in 2010. <clears throat> and it's very old, but like I played that at launch and there was some systems in that and I was like damn there's some so many good systems and they've got like all these actors and actresses coming back from the fucking series that's even out now and they're going back reprising their roles so like all of these MMOs exist and there's so many ways that people can yeah this is a real tangent and it's actually my fault um, <laughs> I'm actually no I'm going to blame Kruf for this <laughs> Kruf got me into okay. Rift you cannot start talking about Rift without me like <laughs> just it. gushing about it because I fucking will. Because that game. Yeah, but what about those oh. ground missions on Star Trek? Come on, I mean, come on, they're, they're really they're good. Not, they're like, well, I mean, the story's good. They, they're, yeah. they're a bit. The combat's a bit day. <laughs> Staff targeting, randomness. Where did they inserted dodging and dodging doesn't even dodge damage. <laughs> it's just, it's just for the effect. It's weird. You just roll. 
Yeah, you just roll. You literally it's, just it's roll. It's just the, the old Kirk style Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Like Lots doing this dramatic movement, thing. it does nothing. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Maybe that's why they put it in. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I never got to the stage of having sex with green aliens, so I was fairly disappointed, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, you can probably get there. I mean, they've got all of the latest stuff. Like, I saw your smiley face there. Uh, hopefully, the hope is there. Um, but there's tons of stuff. Like, you know, there's tons of different MMOs out there right now. Like, there's DC Universe Online, which is really, really fun if you get yourself involved in that and you just want a quick fix of just, like, being a superhero in a big world of other players. That's pretty cool. Um, and I was actually going to say something as well. I, what I want to do is I want to come back to this later and use some examples of what Guild Wars 2 could do. Um, there's mm. something that me like and Crichton and uh, you can think about this as a little thing. I think Crew was here when we talked about this before. We talked about a reward track or like a season battle oh, pass yes. thing. And I'm going to pull us back to that later because uh, it's a big thing that I've I've really really want in the game um, because Destiny 2 has got me playing the game now because I want to progress for it and I'm actually really enjoying it <laughs> um, but like we'll get back to that anyway I'm going to go back um, so Kreef you were saying about you think that the tower in the latest episode season 1 episode 4 um, for Guild Wars 2 story you think they're going to do that in the next episode for Attack on LA Lion's Arch that is the best path forward that I see to mimic what mm. the actual battle for, for Lion's Arch was like back in like 20, 2013. Yeah. What parts of I, I'm really excited for this because I started playing the week Scarlet attacked Lion's Arch the first time. Yeah. And I had a friend run me from Holbrook on my thief the minute they let me out of the home city mm. we ran all the way to lion's arch because all the waypoints were down and i didn't have them anyways and and i just remember the sheer chaos on the outskirts of lions of lion's arch <clears throat> and it was i think one of the lieutenant fights yeah and i had no context for what the heck was going on <laughs> I was so lost and confused. And I'm so excited to see it with context, but I know that there were like several stages to it. There was the actual attack, and then there was fighting your way into the city, rescuing people, and then there was like the cleansing of the city, and then there was a battle with the is that the, the, the like yeah. yeah? Yeah, it was like battle it was like retreating, trying to and then you like you went in, you went out, and then you went back in again, and then you fought yeah. the breach maker. Okay, so because I was all just hearing this tangentially because I was mm. too low level to survive anything. <laughs> it was pretty hectic, I, actually. Yeah, it was amazing. It was very good. Uh, I'm going to try and find it and put the footage on because I mean, I, f I feel like they're going to be hard pressed to kind of reimagine mm. or, or reignite that kind of feeling when the city was attacked and everything was destroyed and it was mm -hmm. just horrifying yeah. i mean pure beautiful fantastic chef's kiss moment in the story but as a player in the game it was it was shocking and wonderful mm. and i don't know how they're gonna kind of like reconjure that what i would like daddy i want a pony is i want them to open up the the, the lion's arch map as it was after the have it have a cutscene, have the attack and then it, it is just an open world map and then we play through it like it was that day, that 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 time. 
where the map just progresses as it does and then eventually the you, you get was, to the breach maker wasn't yeah. it? it was essentially an, an instance right i'm pretty sure it was just a map yeah. it was just the open world map with all the bosses spawning on it all over the place and it was it was because... fantastic it's like just one just like a big war map yeah yeah i'm trying to find the footage because it was the city it. of lion's arch so there i mean it kind of probably felt instancy because it's not like an open world one of the more the bigger maps where other things are happening it was a map dedicated to this event right yeah the only issue with that would be how would it feel months after if someone was trying to do it for story purposes because it would require i imagine a lot of people and it i don't think it would function like any of the other maps where they have metas but they also are populated with heart quests and vistas and hero points so that would be nice but i think it would present some some issues for longevity I mean, they're doing, but the way you described it before, I think is good that, you know. Yeah, this, it's slightly different than what Fornax was saying, because having that, that moment where you're kind of cycling it into the world bosses, like the Dragonstorm, Marionette, the Nightmare Tower, where you have these like moments or these weeklies where everyone is aware of that and everyone is doing that one specific yeah. encounter, sure. that would probably help the longevity because everyone would key into it and be like, oh yeah, this is happening right now. Uh, open world maps, that would be the dream though. That would be very nice. I would very much like that. Trying to pull this footage up. It was have, like, really good. A, a rotating special rewards to make sure people concentrate on one particular map. Maybe have them all open all the time so you can get friends together and do it, but. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it, when I was rolling through it, it felt like one sort of long, um, like, champion boss run as you mm. go from one area to another. Each area had, like, it was Cray, there was there was the Toxic Alliance, there was other, they're all dotted around the map, and, and you were just trying to push through those. And th there was also lots of NPC activity, though, as well, on the map which was lovely and you get to see the kind of the consequences of the attack and but you never here's the sad thing you're never going to get the aftermath so we spent you you if you, you were probably there right we spent yeah. months on a on a broken map with people trying to pick up their lives with shrines to the dead and people weeping openly and and yeah. it was an, an open and like people digging graves it was really truly fantastic narrative storytelling through environment it's it was amazing and i'm just so sad that new it's players gone. are not going to see that yeah yeah because when i started vigil keep was my gate hub for the entire time that it was like i i did not know any other gate hub so it was just weird to then move to lion's arch from that because i'd never Never seen anything but that cramped, hectic, uh, thrown because in game it's supposed to feel very emergency thrown together. There's construction all over the place trying to ke keep this hub going when it's the when the vigil keep was never made for this. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, man. I'm watching the the footage now. That yeah, no, I, I, I wanted to put it on so we could remember because it was yep. I farmed this a lot. I think I don't think you could. I don't think I had a command icon, but this was the first one I did it because I actually did. I'm really glad I did this because I did let's plays. Like I was, I was like PVP commentator at this at this point. I was like PVP only. 
pretty much from like i played everything in the game but like in my content was all pvp like it was commentating it was we esl weeklies and then i'd throw these out every so often and it would just be like it's still got this video it's got like 800 views no one gives a shit about me and my thoughts about pve honestly they really don't i mean why like it's just my own experience but especially back then and like it was just because i loved it i just i really did i really did love these i love the events i love just running around this is my norn mesmer this was my main character and i would commander with it on pvp like um, in world v world because back in the day you could do big massive portal cloak plays you know stealth plays but used to like try and command these maps i think sometimes as well i don't think you could be a commander at that point in time though um but yeah like the death like the, the whole zone is just completely messed up completely destroyed and it just looks so cool so like, i'm just yeah, it, I, think if, I'm, I don't know how it will work unfortunately cool. they're never going to be able to get that emotional impact because for other players this had been their home mm. for a year they were intimately in, uh, familiar with like every nook and cranny of the city there were npcs that were key and you just i i mean there was the by ogden's hammer guy i hear quoted all the time and oh my god he's not in the game he, he's not in the he game like anymore yeah. oh, he, he canonically died and savings. there are many npcs that people knew their names they were uh like crafting npcs and merchants and stuff and they're just their names were on those memorials yeah and, and you open the map and there's fire around it. I forgot about mm -hmm. that. There's just a fire. And like <laughs> just fire. players like me who never got to know those characters, it's it's unfortunately <laughs> there's never. There's a remix. You have to that. listen to it. Or like you go oh, onto no. YouTube and find the Ogden's Hammer song. And it's just this it's just the MEC going. And then there's this music <laughs> in the background. It goes, by Ogden's Hammer, what savings? <laughs> and, just like, and then just remixes the words. It's so good. Oh, my God. The memories. Sorry. It's just, it's really... It was really I'm fun. making a note I'd, to see that. <laughs> I'll do it. Absolutely. It's worth it. It's hilarious. But like the map is is gold. Like it really was. Like everything was destroyed. There was just like NPCs all over there. Like the map had um, the big drill, like Scarlet's drill on the map. Like it just looked good. Like you felt like this was a real dangerous thing. Big change in the game that would change something forever. Like it would, and it did. Like, yeah. And now we've got what we've got. But like, you know, <laughs> it still feels like and that happened recently. Like the 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 oh gosh, there's a word for it, but almost the invasive feeling of something familiar being destroyed. Which yeah. I kind of it's sad to me that I'm never gonna get to experience that that way. Well, I've actually got a video after this. I put I like, ball before you could before this happened. They told us to go there to make sure we, if we wanted to witness it like this is when it's going to happen and it's going away mm -hmm. and i did like a big tour of lion's arch i just went around everywhere and i just went and saw all the things i would i'll show that in a minute but like it was but like it was a proper thing like i was sad i was very sad that it was going to be destroyed because it was so unique but then i was like you know and i don't know if there's anyone else felt that way in this way but like he was like well they made this so surely the next device is going to be better um <laughs> but you know we all have different aesthetics you know opinions about things uh, wow and like harold's face just, just says it all really but look at how much destruction is going on, on it's the different it's like it was surely different it's definitely different it's definitely different um see i saw this before yeah. i saw my first world boss 
But there's so many dead people honestly, on the ground. This is, a, this is a great introduction to Guild Wars 2, honestly. I think so, yes. yeah. It's good that it you Especially back in the day when, like, the effect LOD did nothing. So you have oh, getting, yeah. like, two frames and, like, fire and, like, white flashes of light were going off every second. Oh my god, um, I don't even know how my PC played this game at all. I was on a laptop. Oh, my friend's shit. like, okay, oh. you just stand way back. Here's a corner that should be safe for you. Just like, stay back there because there's no way you're dodging any of this. They're like, target the enemy and then just look at the ground. There should be a corner that's safe for you. Oh my god. I was like, I think level 12 by the time we made it there. Uh, um, right, okay. I, we had run on foot and I had died so much because I started at level 8, I think. I was stark naked, had no armor, no gear, no, like, <laughs> your starter weapons. So, yeah, it was very much a, this corner should kind of be safe for you. Bless. Well, I mean, I think the quintessential, like, Guild Wars 2, like, a vanilla boss is where you have to have a fire blanket next to your PC just in case. That's, that's the... Like a fan <laughs> blowing on the inside of the side case off, yeah. yeah. Nice to have a friend it turns into that. a space heater. You turn all your heating on. <laughs> It'd be okay during the winter and autumn months. You'd just be like, yeah, like, heating yeah. bill would go. Well, I mean, that's part of why I had to cut down streams through the summers. My computer heats up this room uh, so much. Yeah, I see that problem. <laughs> Fun times. Yeah, nice graphic settings, but you know, I didn't do that with mine. I was just like, I don't care. I'm going to get two frames. I don't care. I just want to see the monitor. There are beautiful two frames. Yeah, as long as I put down like Chaos Storm <laughs> in areas from time to time, like I'm going to get like some kind of contribution to this, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm still. <laughs> So I needed a close up. Gonna do it. Oh, okay. I'm so cute. I'm so so curious how they're gonna do I'm it. Very yeah. curious. I think they're probably think so, gonna yeah. lean more towards Crew's idea rather than just having it. as it being like a world event like like Dragon Stand where it starts off as it's a kind of like then there might be do like the, the cutscene yeah. initial for the for the, the arrival of them and then yeah. rather than having the wait, that's when we just go in and we and we walk we go through as a group. And then get to the breachmaker, and then unlock the. I would the like a split though. I would like it to be a split kind of like rather than a a route that you will go through. I would like to have that because I think that's what happened before. Maybe they got a little bit more refined, but I think you had to be split up in different areas to do different events. I remember and you having like, to nice. take down the different lieutenants at a certain it's, it, within a certain time yeah. of each other. Wasn't this one oh. of the early coordinated kills? Yeah, 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 something like that, or within the time limit at least. I think so, yeah. I think so. But yeah, it was so long ago. And I feel like they're probably going to update these bosses with like the uh, the bounty buffs, which um, I'm not a fan of a lot of those bounty buffs, but they've been updating a lot of the uh, boss encounters in season one with those bounty buffs. And I don't know if we actually like gave enough feedback on those back in Path of Fire, because there's a couple of them and I'm still like, this just doesn't feel fun to play against. Hmm. But and because they're so random too. But the, thing is we'll the see. bounties were always it was a random grab of which buffs you yeah. got, and the bounties never stopped you from progressing any story. So yeah, I can see why only the people who don't mind doing them keep doing them. Yeah. So yeah, we never we got, got a lot of feedback on we, them. I got a couple bad um bounty buff pool uh pulls in the Nightmare Tower fighting Forgul. Oh, no. And we were there for like 15 minutes, just like trying. And it was a public group, so there was like 30 of us. We're just like, we're struggling here. 
Man, that's fine. What if we're all wrong and it's a full raid? What if they just turn the entirety of LA into a raid? Talk about it. Talk about it. I'll be right back. I want to hear it. A raid and a strike mission the same episode. Fornax, I like the way you think. I'd be very happy with that. I mean, because you could do it. So you could have like the 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 main open world as 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 like different raid bosses for the different factions of the the molten alliance and the toxic alliance and you could have a, a you could have a boss or two bosses each for those and then defeating those unlocks the breach maker and then you work through to scarlet who is the final boss of the of the of the raid or 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 or, or doing those side bosses unlocks a strike mission or something like that i mean it's it's an, a contained map it's massive it's, I mean, just think about how big the, the first raids were. They were huge, right? They were like just open world maps that they decided to turn into raid instances. <laughs> they could totally do it. And they could. just imagine the hype in the community. We got a new raid. Honestly, I was leaning more towards no, because I think an element that made it feel so special was that there were so many players on that map. But the way that you framed it, it it's making me enjoy the concept of it being a raid a little bit more because it, it it could be done and it is cinematically a spectacle enough for a raid wing to have like the old of lion's arch and then once you kill all the bosses you can you can go around and explore it more freely and all that stuff you know what i i kind of like that idea if it was a raid but I mean, if obsidian if they had the attrition mechanic in the game so that they, they could mm -hmm. have like a, like so you have a, a moat for for the attrition mechanic that you turn on so that it is and is it progressively easier for new players and then you have like a black moat for the raiders that they can just so it gets progressively more difficult as they go through the raid and and you know anything in between you could have like a row of moats that people can interact with to decide what type of encounter that they want to do how they can how the how the the difficulty can go up and down because yeah. the the thing that stopped me raiding as a dirty casual is the fact that it's always as difficult as it is it doesn't matter what you do there's no mitigating it with gear you have to go in and you have to do it and you and if you can't do it and you're in your bad group b before they had this mitigating mechanic it didn't matter you could rub your face off on it all night and be a bloody mess at the end of it and not get anywhere but now you've got the attrition mechanic Right, you can actually progress even if you're a bit rubbish, which is lovely. Because you know you can embrace the bit rubbish. They've learned a lot from strike missions and the symbolic system. So I don't, I don't think Arena would be making endgame content, especially with the Living World release, that would be at that level that people have in their mind when it comes to rating. I feel like a part of the community has also made rating inaccessible the way that they have spoken about it and the the required elements that they say that you need for it. Rating mm. is fairly accessible, even without the emboldened system. Um, but I think they've definitely learned a lot. And I would say whatever whatever they do in the future with the strike missions and or a raid, we've seen a lot more people come into the strike missions so i have faith that it wouldn't be super difficult and super um 
it wouldn't push people out too much. Well, I mean, could you could you like relate this to the rest of the game though as well, and making it more making more rewards and more replayability for things like you know Drizzlewood Coast hard mode, Drizzlewood Coast you know normal, and like uh, you know other things like would it and you'd enhance uh, rewards like it would actually be tough like if you didn't like there would be like really devastating things you need to have like a certain amount like they could add all these mechanics to i don't know that would be because i kind of like would have this to be idea. guild missions oh that's a good idea which actually well, like would be bosses. pretty terrific yeah if you had like a map dedicated yeah. to a guild or something mm-hmm. it would be a little strange if it was just like an open world thing that people opted into it would yeah. further yeah. isolate the groups but if it was like a specifically a, a raid a guild mission or, for that week or something or like um because you can spawn to Quaddle as a guild. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm kind of getting. Invite at. everybody in. Like it can be an open map thing. You just make sure your guild's all in the same map, and then say, "Hey, our guild is doing this hard mode world boss event." It's anyone want in? Yeah, no, I think that's perfect. It's kind of funny. So I've been in so many like world boss groups where people are desperately trying to spawn a new map, and I and I don't know why they just won't let a commander spool up a map mm-hmm. to to have the event, even if it's only within a specific time period. So within 15 minutes, either side of the boss spawning, you can spool up another map so yeah. that you don't have to don't kick know. people off an existing map. Or, I don't know about I the mean, implications I, of that on the game and how it would run. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. that they've got weird server spooling going on to try and... I mean, it's great because you, you never face a queue, but there are downsides to it and... Mega service, yeah. Yeah. Combines all the community. Because if you think about it, like, if you had everyone's server still... I mean, the reason why mega servers exist is so that you see other people in the world. Because MMORPGs, over time, because they're on server base, you just don't start to see people. <laughs> you just start... You're playing a single-player game because the game becomes so, like, PvE. People don't run around maps anymore. There's no reason, unless you have, like, a Steam release or something like that, you know. Otherwise... That's one of the main reasons why mega servers exist in the first place, I guess. But like, it's to really focus people down. I know what you're saying. It would be cool if there were just more instance based. Like, you open an instance of a thing, like you said, as a guild mission, you could be doing, mm. and then it would be a guild, and then it would do something with guilds, and it would be Guild Wars two again, yeah, uh, instead of just Wars two, which is kind of what it still is. Um, <laughs> wars also, just, yeah, we've got some wars T-O-O. Uh, somewhere. Um, okay, that. That actually, that event, I can't remember how long that would last, like an hour or so or something like that. But like, it was very fun. And there was, there was so many, com- I feel like commander tag wasn't, it wasn't too long and like that the commander tag was in there for because there's just commanders everywhere. Actually, that was 20 it was minutes. Also, it was before the commander, the, the squad overhaul where they gave all the commander tools with the sub squads and the markers right, and everything. Yeah, that's so. right. Okay. The tags were literally just map markers at that point. They were, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. God, that was so... Wow, how did we... How did that even... If my hypothesis is true, I think that the Battle for Lion's Arch open world event will feel much better than the Tower of Nightmares. Mm. Tower of Nightmares is a bit of a maze to to navigate, and it's tiered as well, so if you fall behind your... Lion's Arch, it's a bit more of a flat area, so... I have high expectations of whatever they do to bring back that 
sentiment of the Battle a, for Lion's Arch. Like a little, I, I kind of expect it to feel like when you fall behind the squad in the Mad King's Labyrinth, where you're alone and you're afraid and there are things trying to kill you at every corner. And every now and then this horrible thing spawns and just kills you. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the terror. I'm gonna okay. I'm going to push us through a little bit onto a little bit more because we we're going into good stuff. We're good, we're thinking about things that are coming, which is good. Um, I'm roadmap map would be probably quite good soon. Isn't that coming next week? That is soon. that actually coming next week? I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was Grouch or another dev said like okay. it was coming after the balance patch, which is next week. Okay. All right, like, so good about That'd be like. Amazing. I love that. The one we've got, I'll just pull this up. The last one we got was. When do you think? Because we've got we've got what the Halloween festival. Yeah. We've got two more chapters of this Living World season, or is it just the one? one just the episode, one. Okay. Yeah. And then I think they they had implied that they wanted to start the next season. That's where we're going. We're, get, we're, we're almost there. We're getting close. We're getting close. We just got a lot. I promise. I promise we're getting Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're was fine. like, not you're yet. Fine. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to think about oh the fun God. times. Um, okay, so we've done... So think about it. This was the roadmap they had all the kind of features. It was Living World, mm. three and four uh, episodes of season one. Festival of Four Winds, done. End of Dragons Update, Krakatoa Generation, three... Um, gameplay up, gameplay updates, world v world restructuring bears, beta. I think they did one. They will do one. I don't remember if they did one or if they did two or if they even did one. Now they did one. I can't remember. Um, and then tenth anniversary, uh, which was a thing. So they did that. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's what they did. And now. Uh, we are getting to a place which we will talk about as well. I've got a process, everyone, as I always do. It's a slow process, but it's it's there. I'm old. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. It's all very, very painful. There was... Duh, duh, duh. Yes, the professional update we've got next week, which is October the 4th, is more PvP slash World v. World, but there is big updates in there as well for like things like changes like Druid, um, the Mesmer changes, you get distortion back, etc, etc, etc. So lots of people are excited about that. PvP will probably get an influx for about a week and it will die again. Cool. <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. It's been happening ever since 2016. It's just uh, the way it is. Um, episode 5, Season 1 should be coming out October. Um, as they said month by month, oh. right? Mm, it's been a two-month cadence, so I'm guessing oh, November. Was it two months? Yeah. It's been two months. No, consistently. I don't want it to be that. <laughs> one thing okay, to can't be that. Bro. I thought it was month. I've always, I thought they said it was no. going to come out monthly. Well, it's been every two months, Jabro. When, when did this episode three come out? Episode three. I mean, we can look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to know. Like, we need to. I need to know because I thought it was every month. I thought they were saying month. Yeah, don't worry about us. PVPs. No one cares. I, I don't. I, I... <laughs> I don't think they want to do anything in November because Guild uh, World of Warcraft is launching its expansion in November, isn't it? I don't know how much crossover. November is just a very big month for all of gaming. There's going to be a lot of launches they're fighting with. Yeah, but they go on a long holiday for Christmas. They get like two weeks. So, which is amazing. 
and yeah, I yeah, love them good. for that. But like, yeah, the, if they don't it's release something in November, like we were going to be waiting a fair while. Mm. Trying to find it on a wiki, it's so hard. I don't, right. I don't see the benefit of launching stuff over Christmas when people are like running around with their hair on fire trying to see everyone in their family. I don't. I'm talking about people with hair on fire. Can you please? I know I, it's, I it's a thing. Like, I don't know. I know. It's personal experiences <laughs> you're reliving. Maybe I can. I have, I have set my hair on fire once. <laughs> Sorry, I, I guess I am got a bit of PTSD. So yeah, Clockwork Chaos released July, and then Episode Four released September. Hmm. Really? So it's three yeah, months. Yeah, it's been it's been two months. I thought that was, no, that to... was... <laughs> there's, there's a month break, and then it's the next. That's how oh, it's yeah, been. Sorry. Yeah, episode month break episode. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So yeah, so we came out September, October, November. So then, by that cadence, they're not gonna potentially have another story episode. They're not gonna start the next season until next year. Is that what yeah, I'm guessing season six or whatever they end up calling it will probably be um, late January or early February. Saga, Jesus. <laughs> no, I think it should get its own unique title, but I don't think the yeah. title of Saga is like it's not Saga colon you yeah. know whatever it is. It's the new saga. So, yeah, I think you're right. Actually, I think that would be a good idea. We can go into this realm now. We can let's 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 meander through the uh, never-ending. I mean, oh, balance patches always bring new content in a, in a way, but it's not content specifically. Like it's not like story. It's not like new, new, new stuff. It's like changes. There are some new stuff and. Balance patches, honestly, are my content. I love that. I feel for the people who aren't getting, like, big, big, big content. Um, there was a blog post that I have found here right at the end, because I was trying to find news, and I was like, all the news is is skins on flipping black, like, like on the flipping trading post. I was just like, Jesus, there's so many. <laughs> They're just money, 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 money. I was like, it was so many. If you go on the Mr. website. Mr. Krabs? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so here they're saying in the blog post, they say, right, um, they do the call to arms thing, they do the Steam. Uh, beyond the 10th anniversary and Steam launch, there's so much on the horizon that we're excited about. Some of the big items are the final two episodes of Living World Season 1 Return, plus a new strike mission and challenge mode. Right, so there's going to be the next episode and a strike. Which is going to be Scarlet. Which is going to be Scarlet, right. Um, it's Scarlet. Which is also going to feel a little, I don't know, maybe just person. It's like we, we kind of already fought a version of Scarlet and then of Dragons. So this one is mm. also going to be. If we fought Scarlet and a strike, I would love it. I would. I love Scarlet. We already love did. In no, but that Aether wasn't her. It was literally her model. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't her. That, it, was, it was a hologram. Wasn't it? Uh. Kind of. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um... They, I'm excited for the mechanics and the arena. Yeah, I mean, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be a new. Um, and they say a new location and story to experience in Camphor. And I'm like, and, but the thing is, as they announce all these things, they say a new location, they say world v. world updates, including world restructuring and alliances. Alliances is now years and years and years of really, it's just... What is going on? <laughs> like, what is actually happening? I mean, it's they had betas and like 
almost at this point where I'm like, is what's gonna what is our alliances gonna be that impactful to World v World? Like, I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be cool. Obviously, you get to play with your friends and guilds and stuff. And at the same time, I'm like, there's not really any new systems. Like the game mode isn't changing. They're not getting any refreshed looks. They're not getting any new maps. They're not getting anything really that new. They're getting a system which matches people up but by now people have worked out ways to get to places they want to play in if they really want to play it i know it's going to make it easier i just don't know like unless they bring something with alliances i'm like eh, i feel like it's going to be cool but then but then they drop this thing and they're like not to mention that our next expansion is in early development and i'm like what what's the time scale of all this stuff like is the the alliance is going to be the next expansion <laughs> <laughs> just like is that when Elias is gonna come because I think we maybe thought it was gonna come with End of Dragons but we're still not there and I'm just I think part of me is like I'm never gonna not play Guild Wars 2 at the end of the day but there is part of me where I really thought that End of Dragons was a really good change of I'm gonna sound really critical and harsh right now so I do, will preempt this with that comment because I feel like it's still a problem. They communicate some things and they don't happen. I think balance is, I think balance has improved somewhat. Um, and I think they've still got sort of ways to go in terms of like delivery, timing, everything else like that. I understand as much as it is saying, you know, we're going to do it more frequently and that's going to be easy to do. I get that. But still, like, release of content and also just some news and communication. Like, the communication's been really, really good, but I feel like it's sometimes, like, where has the stuff been, really? Like, what has been new and incoming, like, frequently as a game? Like, if you think about other games, like Final Fantasy XIV, I just always hear about new shit. Always hear about new stuff. I'm just like, there's a new expansion next year. Like, Destiny 2, there's a new expansion next year. Late next year, they know when it's coming out. There's a new season pass in Destiny 2. There's a new... You know, this, in Star Trek Online, there's flipping news about people coming from the episodes in the TV series doing voiceovers and episodes and new content for a game that's 12 years old. And like, I'm just like, when it comes to Guild Wars 2, I'm like, sometimes we might hear someone talk in some stream somewhere and we'll see it on Reddit. <laughs> Maybe sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like... There is part of me where I'm a little bit like, what is, where, what's happening? Where are we going? What's going on? I'd like a little bit more info. I... Does that sound harsh? I don't know if that sounds harsh. No. I get no, the sentiment. I think they have been able to adhere to what they've said with mm -hmm. increased cadence of content. It doesn't, so they've been able to release stuff every two months, which is very nice. But my criticism doesn't come on the actual like timing or yeah. living up to those statements. Mm -hmm. It's more so what they chose yes. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. to release. Absolutely. It, it's the type of content that they're releasing. And I understand that you have to get season one out, but to not have any strike missions come in with season mm -hmm. one is a mm -hmm. little bewildering to me from an MMO perspective. When we look at other MMOs and I understand that the scales of budget differ, but for strike missions, it 
they're supposed to be very easy to implement because they are recycling bosses from the story. Yeah. They're not creating mm -hmm. any new assets mm -hmm. that aren't being used elsewhere. They're not creating any new arenas that aren't already being used elsewhere. And when you look at other MMOs, each update usually has endgame content attached to that in the form of dungeons, in the form of mm -hmm. raids. And it and I was under the impression that they were going to be doing strike missions so that they could keep up that cadence because raids took so long. But yeah. it's felt like strike missions are taking equally as long as raids to develop. And we're not getting anything new. I think you hit it missions. on the head where you, when you said, what is the new stuff that is going to be made? That's because they are re... And it's not like that's the one of the things where with you where I'm like, yeah, like that... I. I didn't even say that. I didn't even think about that. Like, they've released stuff, but what's the new... Where's the new? Like, what's the... Can we see some concept art of, like, where we're going to for Campfy, you know? And we can talk about that in a minute. We can get excited, and I can be less negative. Um, <laughs> but, like, I don't like to say negative. I'm just I'm just being critical of the game. Um, but, like... That sounds worse. <laughs> that sounds worse. But there, there is that feeling, like, like you said, you know, they're really... They're just bringing the same the stuff out. It's got the same features. Yes, there is new parts to these maps, and there's new voice lines, and there's new story elements, and there's new bits and bobs in there. But essentially, most of the work is must be done um, for them to revisit and pull it back in. Like you know, they're still bringing back a lot of, of the old assets, the old art, all this kind of stuff. I'm not saying that it's not a lot of work. I don't want that to come across that way, but and it is a lot of work. But is everyone just like they're on the expansion already they're gonna have a lot of people there but they've also got people on camphor rest of camphor the next season it would just be nice as the year is coming to kind of an end where what is going on and I, maybe they're leaving it until this season's done this first season is done i don't know um i so as i i my brothers play um warframe Oh, and yeah, cool. so I'll like tune in with them to watch the Warframe live streams and the level of hard. like interactivity and the willingness to drop hints and to, you know, to say this stuff isn't going to be in the game for possibly years to come, but it's really exciting. And we just we want to share this little, little tiny yeah. to like share a concept yeah. art or they're they're just their willingness to communicate and to to engage i i know that they probably get a lot of negative interaction because of that because gamers are gamers and there is this nasty entitled underbelly to the into every community where you know they'll share a, a, a concept art that ends up not being in the game and they'll get crap for that but i wish that arena net would have that confidence to just like get excited with us don't just tell us you're excited in the background when we get our once a year little update from you hype uh, I, I be because oh how to it can be really scary when you're making something yeah. to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. be hyped about it because there's always the risk of under delivering what people expect there's always the yeah. risk of somebody coming in and just being nasty and tearing down your hype or whatever it is but there's so many guild wars players that want to be excited and want to be hyped even for things that are years in the future mm. the tiny little tiny little here and there just constant excitement is 
would be really cool to we, see and i always get a little jealous we haven't had <laughs> that conversation for a long time actually uh, to be fair like we used to have that conversation a lot until they started bringing out all the stuff and we had those streams that we would go we would have like crew from members like, i must remember like we had it, this podcast was ridiculous like it was every anyway. friday and like when, do you remember the up, leading up to End of Dragons, the amount of things we watched as, on the podcast and the amount of like, you know, we were talking about different classes and specs and like, you don't remember like all of the lead up to End of Dragons, like all the streams we, they had. And we did we watched stuff. Yeah, we did like the podcast and we were watching live. This is a podcast? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't recall. <laughs> Kruf doesn't remember because it was like I don't remember. It was, it was so five thousand years ago. Um, but like we had, oh, god damn it! Anyway, we got really excited about it yeah. <laughs> for a long time. And, and maintaining that hype, yes. and that's the one criticism of End of Dragons, is that it sucks because you it's such a strong expansion, and then immediately back to the past. Yes. So I yeah, I, that's I now, oh my god, that's so true. There's radio silence oh. again. Oh my god. Not not in terms. I think their communication has actually been really yeah. great. So I don't. Yeah. But in terms of the content and everything, because you can't. Oh my god. How yeah. can they? How can you really build that hype for something that people have already experienced? Mm. Yeah. People get hype for for the newness. And granted, there it's have funny. been a lot of improvements with uh, season one, and it's been really. Um, it have been good. Things, it, it's yeah. flowing really really well, but. Yeah. That Honestly. new element for me was the strike missions. Yeah. It's like the new format of strike missions. And I think that was the one thing that was maybe a missed opportunity to to keep veterans more enthused. And then having those weekly um, live streams about going over the production of the strike missions and the concept art and how they made all that stuff. And like getting even the live streams themselves have have been limited to like balance updates from from the past. So, yeah. Oh my god! It's... But with how many? Sorry. No, 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 go. <laughs> no, go, go, go. no, no. Um, with how many new players there are, and even just people like me who never experienced season one, this is new, and they could talk about it as if it's not as if it were just brand new. Oh my gosh, this has never happened before. But they couldn't do that experience of through a new player's eyes, experiencing the story for the first time, and why it's so cool and. And you could milk easily like a half hour live stream with the devs of them going back and polishing up this content that that they remember playing themselves or that they remember working on the first time. And you just you can get hyped over very simple things. I, 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 I agree with all all of that and i think that you're right i think that they they've, they've they seem to have dropped off and i feel like they they're trying to balance the we're introducing this thing for the longevity of the game for the long term and yet the 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 at the sacrifice at the at the expense of the veterans who have been waiting now since the the last big drop of new content so yeah i mm. i i think it's I think it's kind of short-sighted and, and I remember you saying Jebro like many mm. times like ESO brings something out and it's hardly anything it's a story mission it's something but they hype it they hype it they hype it they yeah, hype they it do. they get people desperate to come into the game and I think that 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think Arena Net have never really rang their own bell enough. They've never really like called from the rooftops enough and kind of proselytized enough for their own product. Um, and, and they leave a lot of that to content creators like us. And I think that we do our best, but you can't match um, a sophisticated, focused advertising campaign with a disparate community of novice content creators yeah. as, as much as we would want to and as much as we're trying sorry i'm a novice some of you guys are professional uh but as much as we try even in the best will in the world you're one person trying to it's not like we've all got together in, in our little cabal and we decided that we're going to do this big thing and mm. i mean that might be an idea but I mean, and, I, and i also and i also unionize yeah um, I also think that they're suffering from, I remember Mo coming out and there was a lot of criticism because things is like, it's a lot of criticism about the legendary weapons and and, the, and how they weren't delivered in Heart of Thorns. And Mo came out and he said, we don't want to bark about what's going to come. We want to just deliver oh, for you without the oh fanfare. God, that you phrase, remember that? Surprise yeah. and delight you. Oh god. I hated yeah. that phrase so much. I it was like, <laughs> dude, we don't live in like 2000. <laughs> it's 2020 something. Please live in the world of the now. We don't need to wait for games to come onto the shelves to witness and get excited for them. We can talk about them now. Oh, I, I'm really I just wasn't a massive fan of them, to be fair. Like it was just like all this stuff on just the way the game is so much better now. It's so much better now, like director-wise and everything else. Like, I am so happy that Colin is there and Josh is there. Like, I am so happy that you're right. There is still this, there's still this stuckness where, and Kruf said it as well, and it was so funny. When you said it, I was just like, oh my God. You were like, there's so much hype for End of Dragons. And then you go back to the past. And then I was like, no, <laughs> the past of like, what? But like, I know you said like season one, obviously, but like, then I was thinking about the past and I was like, where are we now? Like, there's not as much as I would like, you know, communication, excitement, hype that oh, Scottish is talking about. And also learning about that, which is what Fornax is saying and going forward. And it's like, we are very responsible for that. Like, I feel like... The like we have to carry the game sometimes it really does feel like we are the word of mouth and i get that but like you can only do so much <laughs> to a degree like it's weird like i do know what i mean do you know you know what i mean right i'm a sort of little nod from people um i know i'm not sure if your yeah. avatar can do a nod <laughs> for an expert like not yet not I don't yet. know but like, there is that feeling sometimes and there was all of these awesome like just live streams those live streams were just the life of guild wars 2 like you would get so many people in and the content and everything and the excitement that build up around those would just spread through spread through like other communities and other mmos you know um, Which is why I hope they continue to do the live streams for the balance previews, because that was like the first live stream that I remember in in recent past where I was not, like, oh, there's a lot of people on here chatting yeah. and having that community engagement. And it was new, co new content. In they're the only sense three of, times a year, though. That's the thing. Four, 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 five. I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah. depending when it hits <clears throat> that fourth one, I guess. But like, you know, it's like. But that's the thing, it's only... But you could do... Like, every week they have the art show, right? I don't know, like, yeah. could they, like, filter some concept art we've not seen and just anything, that, like, it would just be cool. That's something 
that as content creators, like we can hype, we can talk about it, we can play it all day. But that's something very uniquely that the devs have. We don't have concept art. We can't do any sneaky reveals at the end of our live streams of something cool that some dev has been working on. We can't show off even like scrapped art that never got used. Concept yeah. art showcases of what was in End of Dragons that, you know, we got well, a little yeah. bit of that with like yeah, yeah. Echo Valve Forest and mm -hmm. I assume the Jade Sea with like the mushroom stuff. But even those elements, it, it just kind of it sparks that oh i remember like oh this is this is exciting because we don't have we never saw this information before that's mm -hmm. why i tend to scour the art station because you can find some developers on there who post their art and you yeah. can see some cool things that you've never seen before so go check that out i just realized i'm so desperate for concept art that i've gone to an ai machine to make some yeah myself, exactly well that's it. it yeah what well, i love shit. that shit that's good shit. it's not shit like but i know what you mean <laughs> i know what you're saying oh my god it's good it, it is and i don't want but, people to listen that are listening to this think that we're kind of shitting or ruining it you know or anything like that it's not what it is all it is is that feeling of you know i'd like some excitement and some just and some positive kind of it's, not positive but like some oomph. do you know what i mean some like we oomph. love this game we yeah. love the community we love the world we love a lot of the a lot of what the company is doing is really mm -hmm. really cool stuff and we had this poster up in my husband's office for a while um and it is work hard in silence let success be your noise and this is a lot uh, a lot of us were kind of raised with this mentality of if you just work really hard you'll be recognized for the things that you've done and we have realized just over time just how completely bs that is <laughs> working hard in silence doesn't get you promotions it doesn't get you raises it doesn't get you a recognition no, it no. doesn't get you it doesn't get any of that for a company either and i just want them to talk about the cool things they're doing and their successes and their failures and their isn't that the, representative? the journey of it all it sounds like the achievement system <laughs> yeah. it just sounds just like the achievement it. it's a theme though like these themes mm -hmm. pop up like the achievement system is exactly what you said like you know it's a fine example of them doing such a good job with something but not giving access to it in an easy way where people can just be like wow this is actually very cool brag about yourselves what? a bit yeah <laughs> and i think that I was know. a really That's big funny. missed opportunity during their 10th anniversary live stream yeah it, they were very busy with the steam release and it's worked out extremely well and very beneficial and They've also been able to maintain such a fantastic pace of content. So all that's fantastic. But to to continue with this this thought of leaving us with something that makes us wanting more, like having that moment of a 10 year anniversary and also knowing that the next story beats and the next new content probably won't come until 2023. Yeah, it, that was probably a great moment to at least share some concept art, because if we got concept art for expansion three to like a year or two before, maybe having a little bit of concept art or a, some slight teaser of what is next to come with Cantha um, to show that off during the, the 10th anniversary. That was something that I've also heard people were a little bit, you know, disappointed in. But and I'm I, I'm willing to wait. 
because they have been able to hit this content pace, which I think is extremely commendable as we went through many periods of long droughts. So (laughs) if this is any indication of what they're able to pull off with the next season or the Mm. next story, that is a great sign. Every other month, story content, hopefully with the next story content, each episode would also come with a strike mission as well. So I hope whatever they are working on is able to be um, uh, upkept. Mm. Okay, let's let's push it. We can we and we can help and we can help. We can we can talk about what we feel like. We can maybe push the hype a little bit further. We've probably got like got a while. We've been going for like an hour and a half or so. It's okay. Um, and we can get some excitement and joy and potentially what is your face what are you doing Chris? oh my groin my my hip joint popped oh well sometimes i can feel I went, good though i went to the i went to the gym yesterday and you know you're doing oh. those leg exercises and sometimes it like pops you're like oh yeah in in le- good. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get i don't feel that good when that happens but thank you <laughs> thank you so much um, if anyone else has an experience live uh, that they want to share that makes you feel that good <laughs> in the gi- after a gym session, <laughs> after a gym yeah. session, uh, your body's in recovery. Everything's a little tight and sore. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we're going to the things now. Uh, if the stream is lagging or anything, let me know. I don't think we've got any drop frames. I think it's. It looks like maybe I had 1.4 or something earlier. Maybe I'm not too sure. Uh, I think it's okay now though. But what if we're just lagging in real life? Could be. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so no, I've done that because of a migraine. It is a very strange experience. There was this one. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm going to push us through to this. So there was yes. that new story expansion. So new story. Let's think about this. Um, it's going to be in camphor. It's going to be season six, potentially working title. Um, <laughs> yeah, for all intents and title. purposes, we'll just call it. We'll reference season we'll reference six. Reference season six because that's where we are. Um, we with the dragons, pretty much, you know, all gone. All, all that's done and dusted. Dragon cycle, we've gone around in the circle. It's bra- Is it going to be brand new stuff? And I know that Ryan Herald, uh, I, aka 4K, 4 4 4Cax? 4Cax. I like it. I like it. 4Cax. 4Cax is going to be happy about it because they have some notes, which I'm, you know, no one ever gives me notes, okay, for the podcast. Grant Harold did. Okay. Just saying. Good job. I didn't... I've got them, but you're going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> Am I? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, if you want to. I mean, you don't have to, but like we can drop it in the conversation we're talking about. It. Uh, where, where do we think we're going, people? What are we doing? Let's get, let's get some excitement. What I awesome things... I think we're going things. back to Alona. Just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you yourself said we're going back to Cantha, so you're like, where are we going? <laughs> I'm trying to dodge them. I'm trying to note it was the, it was the combination of that, and then I sure saw shots fired coming um, up. So I'm just enjoying that. Um, there's oh a lot God. going on when when Fornax is here because they've got so much stuff that they pop up with. It makes me it makes me yeah uh, tickles my 
funny bits. Um, wow. <laughs> the very Mexican. Nobody clipped that. Fuck HR, that. HR, HR, HR. Yeah. <laughs> laugh more. We don't have an HR department. They, they're gone. They died. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. They were born right it. out. Yeah. They weren't ragged. <laughs> they left. Mm. They didn't. They didn't get fired. They just left. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we doing in the world? In, in fairness, the notes that I gave you was like all the kind of narrative threads oh, that are currently left um, frayed. They're loose yeah. threads that the, the, that the writing team could pick up and run with for any kind of scale of narrative that you want, from the Lagos um, to the consequences and the fallout of the death of the Elder Dragons, like what the consequences for the Asura. Are the Asura right. going to head back underground now Primordus is dead? Are the Norn mm. going to separate out? Because if, if you remember in the original games, the Norn were very disparate, very libertarian, very insular. They cared mm. about their hunt and their personal goals. They didn't give a f they, there, there was no big camps. There was small family camps. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you played the game. And they were all in the Fire Shiver Peaks. Well, not everyone who did play Guild Wars <laughs> in fairness. Um, Do you even play the game? <laughs> That's why we've got Fornax here, because Fornax is someone yeah. that plays the game, so... <laughs> Occasionally. Um, but, but they were all in the Far Shiver Peaks, right? That's where we actually originally ran into them, and yeah. that's where Jorah was and all the rest of mm. them, where we encountered the voice of John Mike for the first time. So there's mm. like all that stuff there. There might be like disparate tribes. There's like, is the connection between the Coda and the non-real? Are they the same? Are they the same people separated by magics and, mm. and kind of like a different destiny? We've got the the fate of the spirits of the wild. We've got the um, what's going to happen with the, the the magic now because an entire society is run. On on jade tech yeah. and they've just lost their power supply that's um, true and 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 then we've got the char who the only thing really that's restraining the char from attacking and going into all-out war with the human races is the fact that the elder dragons were a threat so mm. yes we've got this peace treaty but we've always had the separatists we've always had the separatists on both sides wanting to continue that conflict and now there's nothing standing in their way so you have a massively militaristic society whose entire ethos is based on war and nobody to fight so there's like huge this amounts is of narrative true. threats who is the main the enemy then yeah i guess that's another yeah thought. I mean, it would be the humans because the humans traditionally displaced them. They, they drove them off their lands. And then, of course, who? why were the humans there in the first place? Well, then you've got the six elder gods. What They fucked off and left us. Where did mm. they go? Are they coming back now that the dragon threat is all sort of Are sorted out for them? Are friends coming from space to, to get us? Yeah. And why did they? Why did they bring a huge population of humans to this planet only to abandon them to almost assured destruction? And... That part. If they came back, ooh, ooh, it's fighting. If I see you punching you in the throat, Cormier, you better be scared. Yeah. I mean, and like, is there, is there going to be like a Jesus. wave of secularism and atheism running through the human population? Because now they see that the elder, that their gods are just empowered humans and that yeah. the first sign of difficulty, they just fucked off and left everybody. Yeah, I, I would very, want very some, I'd want some repercussions for that. If they ever bring that storyline back to the main um, center stage, I would want there to be like a really spending time talking about that reaction in terms of a, a religion and spirituality sense. Mm. Oh, I mean, are, are we ripping down all the statues? 
And and is Jade Tech gonna like infect everywhere? Is it gonna like run mm -hmm. through like the technologies that we have? There are so many narrative threads. Not to mention like so where when the Icebridge Saga um, launched, we had that beautiful cinematic trailer with all the Lovecraftian darkness raising from the sea. We know it's not Suon. What's in there? Is that where we're gonna get our Lovecraft story with all the darkness and the danger and the and the kind mm -hmm. of otherworldliness that we were promised? There's like yeah, specifically huge amounts. With season six being in Cantha, I definitely think we're going to be, and I've seen it in chat, we're probably going to be going back to Drown Kainang and I dealing so. with yeah, the, the, the strange dark magics that might mm -hmm. be popping up there. And something tells me that we're, are, we're also going to be encountering the Ministry of Purity again. Minister Lee is still in prison. Maybe he's going to have a little bit of a prison break and might be our our main villain or some something like that yeah, I think yeah it'd be kind of, kind of is cool. easy as we could at the beginning of Indian oh yeah <laughs> no, he's he <laughs> he'll probably be all right um for yeah. nice material for several yes. videos i do like have a yes. yeah i, I can talk about talk this about shit endlessly sorry that's no, kind of apologize it's given us a lot of good things to think about because you know i mean there is but this, this is the thing like because we're still in camphor and this is something we can think about as well like how likely is it that those friends get picked up like a lot of that stuff is core interior as well oh, yeah. so like do they oh. do it where they pick it up in Corteria and they're also in camphor as well when they go to a fro and actually like but we've, we've got these races that are kind of you know more dominant in camphor as well and and the diff dragon so you're like what do we do are we gonna like explaining exploring new stuff or are we gonna leave old stuff like is that good is it bad like well i mean there's a massive amount of tengu in, yeah, exactly, in camphor. Yeah. so we could strangely unlock the dominion mm -hmm, of wind mm -hmm. via camphor which is the route that i oh, hope that we would actually take yes. to get to camphor but that's that just would be... might be going the opposite direction very exactly. cool. I mean, but I mean, if cool. proximity, so proximity, I think it's to do with the dark magic. I think it's to do with the jade. I think it's mm -hmm. to do with the with what drove Suwan and the rest of them out of the ocean. And that could include, please God, the Lagos. Please. Oh, please, definitely. Yeah. The fucking coolest race that we haven't actually got to interact with enough at all please give us largos i think we will see largos as they did pop up in end of dragons in two events which if they weren't going to be entertaining the largos i don't think they would have utilized uh the largos who were hunting the leviathan and with it being deep sea and you know in in their territory if we do go down into the depths and I, you know, the, the depths could also have something to do with the dark magic that's occurring in Drowned Kainang. So, Saya Arajir, would you like to come back to the story? I love her. I'd like to see more <laughs> of you, Largos. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That one. I mean, okay. So, the, you think about the Largos. Oh, damn. There's more things now. Um, <laughs> can they all fit in one season? I mean, the thing is, is, and then. Uh. Remember, as also you got to have in the back of your head, the thing they've said is that there is another expansion down the way mm -hmm. as well. So like leading from that and how, you know, the seasons actually went, because Path of Fire was kind of like a little bit different. Like it was, it was its own independent. We kind of led to Path of Fire, but it was kind of like different. We were against the God. It wasn't the dragon. It wasn't, you know, it felt like a very, felt a little bit more like its own story. Like it was a very singular thing. End of Dragons change that again. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with the next expansion. If the next season we think about Camphor, 
but normally you equate an expansion for Guild Wars 2 as a new region completely. Like, I'm just like, what? There's so much potential. Like, where would Camphor lead to? Like, what would it... We might have to look at this next story content a bit differently. Mm -hmm. Something, it feels like they might be shifting from their usual formula. They really haven't called it a season, which to me, in my head, pings the, the notion of they are going to be doing something different or approaching how they tell their stories differently. Because uh, they said at least one map and new story. They haven't said we're starting season six, episode one. And mm. I believe it was also Bobby Stein who said, or someone on the narrative team had mentioned that the first map or the map that we are getting is in some ways going to be uh, a reference or a hint at what the expansion will bring. So oh, really? with that concept, that. yeah, Where I, did they I, say I watched... This? I watched Lara's video because she recently did uh, a video about the potential for the next. And I believe it was a quote somewhere that was written on either a, a blog or a forum or a news oh, outlet. Man. Yeah. Okay. So again, nothing yeah, it was sure. some yeah. interview. It was some interview from a narrative uh, developer. Oh, okay. So they might be going down the route of not adding new maps each episode, instead kind of playing off what they did with the Icebrood saga, where were still centralized in Cantha, maybe one map. I would even like to see more story pop up in the other zones as well of Seitung Province, uh, Kainang City. Might get some more use out of the, out of Arborstone. Arborstone as well, yeah. I'd like to explore the Jade Sea more than one map, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, the, I feel like that would have been, yeah. Expansive yeah. Jade Waves. Which could lead, I mean, so I, here's the thing. One, I mean, it's we're all just pulling things out of our backsides at this yeah, point until we get any right, kind yeah. of hint. It, it is, it's fun. But, Whee. yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's not what I, it sounds what, like. I mean, I've never pulled I anything want, out of my ass before, so. Uh, liar. Can imagine. Uh, what, what I think, it, it, <laughs> what I want is the, um, sorry, I had to be sad. It's okay. What I want is the, the 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 Lovecraftian stuff? I'm a big fan, not of the man because he was a complete penis, but of the of the work that he Everyone created. Everyone was a penis back then. And how he was <laughs> done with his work. No, he was a particular. Penis. He was mega dong. <laughs> he was yes. the omega dong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of creators. <laughs> he was the alpha stop. and the omega. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. But I, I want that Lovecraftian vibe. That was the thing that I was like most excited about for the Icebrood saga. Yeah. And and we just, they just didn't deliver it necessarily, I don't think. Wait, wait, wait. You were, you were excited for it. Sorry, I'm, I lost the plot. I was thinking about the Omega Dog. The Omega Dog comment. The things that you pulled out of your bottom. Yeah, yes. I know. Yes. You pulled an Omega Dog out of your bottom? Wow. <laughs> I was actually thinking about the two colonoscopies I've had, which have been very fun experiences. Mm, oh, that's, that. that's triple Omega Dog. That's the worst. That, that is a very specific kink, but. I will not. That's not something I enjoyed. If someone enjoys that whole process, I I don't. I I mean I'm not gonna. You know, I there's a lot of prep for that. That's the worst thing about it. There's always anyway. prep job, bro. <laughs> Thank you, Crew. 
Oh, oh I love this podcast so much. Come um, on, it, no, Not that we're not so, used to this by now. Uh, the, the Lovecraftian, it's which is probably right up your your alley with all the tentacle monsters and the you know that kind of thing. It's that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I was looking. Not, okay. not the hentai weird. Stuff, but I agree. But, I agree. I, I am looking forward to, and I hope they do, because I actually find that Guild Wars 2 tends to shine uh, the most when it entertains Lovecraftian and horror elements. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you remember the whole good. bug in the system? Yeah, that was cool. That, that trailer and then that storyline where things are just very off. That's not yeah, the right one. Absolutely. That's not yeah. the right one. What were you trying to do? You were saying thank Thumbs you. Up. Thumbs <laughs> up. Thumbs <laughs> up. Okay. Oh, that was so exciting. But yeah, I, I absolutely agree on what happened with the ice brood or with the um with the bone skinner. Completely yeah. underutilized. They did not push it half as creepy yeah. for half as long as they could have. They had some story beats <sighs> that were so good. With the the bit where you go and you fight the Freynair and he rises mm -hmm. back up and mm -hmm. just, it, like this broken puppet and slowly works better and better oh, through this monologue. God, yeah. That was so yeah. good, and I want, I want that Undead times stuff. thirty. I like, like I like more awe. of that whole I'm, expansion yeah, of that. Absolutely, <laughs> like the whole. Or I want I want like undead stuff. I want dead things. I want like darkness. We'll probably I want get evil. it. Yeah, I want it. I want it. Give me the unchained. There are plenty of risen still around. Still Maybe even new risen. Or they're like manipulating and doing rituals on the risen and like making weird extra horrific monstrosities. Ooh, so that'd be cool. Give me like the the watchwork. Um, oh, what are the big twisty the the watchwork knights that walk all twisted and wrong? Oh yeah, those. Give ones, me yeah. those, mm -hmm. but constructed out of undead remains. Wow, well, that's going like... out there. <laughs> There's a game that's coming out in a couple of weeks called Scorn. It's really messed up. You probably love it. <laughs> I don't know. It it's, depends on. It's it's I, like I weapons made of like people and stuff. It's very interesting. Hmm. Okay, I'll hold that old look. <laughs> it's a, it's a very interesting game. Like it's there's the horror. You know, it's October. There's mm. loads of stuff coming out. Uh, uh, I've seen trailers for that. It's deeply body horror. Like yeah, it's deeply very like, might go too far. Yeah, it's like tall. Maybe threw up Sunken on a game. City. Yeah, maybe the Sunken City. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know Scorn. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. Mm. That's dark. But you know, I don't. Dark. It doesn't need to go like that far. <laughs> but Guildford has some. No, let's just go. Let's just go there. Let's just do it. Screw it. I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, ponies and all that kind of stuff. And even in, in Mordremoth, there were elements of, of biological horror and mutation mm. and that whole... Yeah. I really appreciated Heart of Thorns because it felt more serious cool. and it had a very consistent tone, mm -hmm. um, which Fornax was mentioning, Ice Breed Saga, like it kind of it kind of dropped it a little bit. So Big character dying, you know? Like uh, no. Oh, that's another thing. We actually haven't really had like a main character death or someone a part of the main. Yeah, cast someone needs to die. Pass <laughs> in a long time. Yeah. Who? Who's next? I, I Who's don't next think group? it's always. I don't always think it's needed. Oh but no! This I, is it. I, I this kind is of it. appreciate it yes. when it. It's been so long. Well, who? Who, Kroof? Who deserves to die? Um, I'm not. I'm not saying no. <laughs> no, who deserves to die? But who could um, die? Who could die in the future? 
This is a great okay, I'm not going to say who should, but oh. probably one of the more. <laughs> if I'm thinking of a character that would have an impactful death, okay, probably Kaith. For some reason, with her being oh, okay. such a motherly figure, especially to Orin in in a slight way, I think there's definitely more story with Kaith, and I wouldn't want her to die, but I would be oh. the most impacted if Kaith uh, met um, a, a sad fate. But <gasps> Rita is going Marjorie. <laughs> like, about, I'm like, what damn. A red wedding. What about a red wedding? Oh my god! I was wondering. I've be- actually been thinking about that. <gasps> oh my so god! Sad. That'd be so mean. Thank they, God, Rook is so in here. Cool. Rook no. would destroy you all. No. Look at they said, LG- face. they said. I never said LGBT. I said S R N. Oh there, there god! Is, there is actually like a really nasty trope in in media whereby they like to kill off their lesbian that's characters true. just when they've See, got happiness. Please don't god, don't do that. Do that it. was joking. I don't think they'd do it. But I think it would it would be like, yeah, it would be. The thing is, it would be that would probably be a ridiculously impactful death. It would be it would be not good to do. But like, it would be a big death. The other big death probably would be my character and then they come back as an undead and new playable race in the expansion tybalt's already dead jabro my main character is in this era oh <laughs> <laughs> i don't play to um i'm not role playing that, that would be hard. the perfect way for you to get your own npcs you know as you like skulls so much like a oh true. true yeah that's true that's true I would like to do that, but like, I mean, who who else could die? Like, Kaif is a good idea. I feel like, in terms of, it's <laughs> a good idea they get killed off. Uh, but like, <laughs> they should probably. Um, but like the old team, do you know what I mean? Like them kind of getting rid of them, like by the wayside. I think. See, I think been... it... Oh God. Uh, just at this point, I think that they've already been sidelined and retired hard enough that yeah, if you kill any of back. them, it's gonna. <laughs> Feel more like a fridging in the story. Yeah, true, true, true. That's why Kate would be a good option because she. This really sounds like we're trying to like make an argument to kill Kate, but I don't no, need no, no, Kate no, no, no. to die, nor do I really want her to die. Yeah, yeah but yeah. she. It's like a character. I'm just thinking of characters that have enough screen time and mm. have enough importance in in modern stories, mm. and still aren't necessarily like. Well, the whole entire trajectory of the story has to change if this one character dies. So, Kaith, you know, some of those older characters like Kaith, even Ritlock to a degree, you know. If, if, if we're getting a vote, then I want Timmy to die. That, see, oh, that's a character what? I think could change the trajectory of any stories that they tell in the future. I think which is why I'm a little like more. Die, though. I think Timmy's like too. It, that's too easy. I think that's too. Why do you want Timmy no, no, no. to if die? If you wanted to kill someone for the ease of it, kill Rox. Who, who even is Rox? Whoa, 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 so, whoa, whoa. <laughs> why clear. do you want to? Right, right. Let's start with Harold first, then we'll go on to the Rox okay. thing. <laughs> why do you want Timmy to die? Okay, so to be clear. They have, from the very inception of her character, oh no! They have they have made it a part of her an integral part of her story that she has a debilitating degenerative that disease. That is true. That is true. And she has 
done she has she has been incredible in how she has tackled it how she's had the mental faculty to do that how she's used her innovation and the technologies around her to to overcome so that she can be a contributing member of her society and a, and a contributing member of our group mm-hmm. and she's had a lot of story agency um because of that and she's she's driven the story and the solutions to a lot of the the, the sort mm-hmm. of the commander's sure. problems going forward and she's had this huge impact but that her illness has always been almost like a side thought in a lot of the mm. new content and especially um in um end of dragons i think i think you were on scotch when we were talking about um about how i wasn't happy with how they'd yeah, done the, the narrative flaw of her of her progression from um when because because if you remember when we start the, the the episode she is saying that she is increasingly unwell Mm-hmm. And this is becoming a debilitating problem for her. And then there is a, she, and then she buggers off to go and see June. She gets um, some augmentation, and then she says she's feeling better. And there's no connective tissue. She doesn't have the narrative. She hasn't been given the narrative time f- for, to show people to show an actual story of a disabled person mm-hmm. and the development that they have when they interact with a new technology. And I would, I would like not, not as an arbitrary thing, not as a throwaway, sensationalized, look at the shiny thing, shoot the person in the head kind of, you know, spectacle. Not, no John Wick moment here. I think it would be, I think it would be integral, and it, it, like an almost like a teachable moment if we see this wonderful, beautiful, lovely character deteriorating and dying, mm-hmm. and wow. the, the impact that that has on the people because that is the reality of a degenerative debilitating illness well, also and you what you said earlier you were talking about you know how the tech was being powered and she got this like lease on life because of the tech right mm. so because that's mm-hmm. gone now yeah like maybe that could be something that fits in there kind of and it would be that would be a very effective story Mm. to tell especially if it was over the course of the season because it wouldn't just be one moment like spoilers when air um dies it would be something that you have to sit with and you can't really do anything about it or you at least you try to but ultimately like that clock will continue to tick away (laughs) and i think that would be a very new and interesting take on uh, the death of a character so if not this season i think it it should and could be done well for the sake of tiny's character i just hope that they give it so i mean one of the main criticisms that i've had as as i like as much as i love the story and i do love the story as much as is the criticism i have is that they don't give the narrative enough room to breathe you don't get to sit with things. You don't get to reflect. You don't have those like moments of of pathos. Um, that they're always on to the next thing. It, like for the the biggest like I think the worst offender of this is the the death of Aureen. We have this massive build up. We have these visions that that they're kind of edging us on on the fact that she is going to die. We know she's going to die, and there's loads of speculation in the community. And then she does, and we are gutted and the community is gutted and it's a real fantastic moment in the story and we and i can remember how absolutely heartbroken i was 
and they didn't let us sit with it. Mm. Because the yeah, very next true. episode, mm-hmm. she was, and it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like at the very end of the episode, at the very next episode, boom, she's back. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was a huge mistake. I thought that bring her back by all means, but let us sit in our grief. Let us like imagine the kind of horrors and misery of the world without her in it. So that when she does come back, when we do something that's, it could have had more agency, I think Mm. in us reanimating her as well. Um, But when she does come back, we feel it even more. And that's what I want for Timey. I want Timey to have an honorable decline i want her friends to be able to interact with her and love her and take her to places and then go through and then you we all lose her together that would be the consequences of that go on it would be an it would be i think i'm gonna echo what the chat said many people said it they would it would be very difficult to i think you're i think you're right for a start say that i think it would be very interesting and it would be very it would be cool. Like, it would be a cool thing to do. I think it would be very difficult for them to pull it. Or they'd have to consult a lot. Like someone said, they're consulting. That would something they would have to do a lot of. And I think they had to be very conscious about that, the fact that they're potentially going to kill off someone who is representative of a community within the game. I don't think that should always be. So it has to, you have to be very careful about that. Um, mm. Which is a problem. Yes, but it's not so really... much. I know what you mean. Killing them off, it's it's showcasing a storyline of all of our journeys in life. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That deterioration, even if you do not have uh, an illness or a terminal illness, mm-hmm. we all will experience death naturally at some point. Some quicker than others. So I I think it is a story worth telling. Mm-hmm. But I, and I think ArenaNet would take the time and the care to, oh, of course, yeah, to not undeniably. just, and and that's not, if you, if Timmy is a character, uh, I think just killing her by like an enemy doing it would feel worse yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, having no, her no, no, experience. No. Like also going on the journey with someone and having that that storytelling of someone going through like. Mm-hmm reconciling with the fact of the time. And we've seen that with End of Dragons in the beginning with Timey saying, I don't know how much time I have left. But as we've mentioned, it's kind of like there's a pause button on that. So this discussion, I'm I'm more so interested in experiencing more of Mm -hmm. that journey with Timey. I I I definitely understand what you're saying, Harold. When you said it, I was like, wow, that could be really... I mean, so I lost my dad to... And um, he was in a, a hospice, and I stayed with him when all, all the time that he was in the hospice. Mm. And it was incredible. It was strange. It's like absolute boredom and absolute terror and misery all kind of rolled into mm. one. But it was it was actually it was also strangely life affirming because okay. I could be with him because the, the because the part of the journey is the end, and so yeah. we got to talk. We got to spend time together. We got to 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 sit with it and sit with the mortality that we all have, and and at the end of it, I was profoundly sad for a very long time. But I would not give up that time that I had with him for anything, even though I feel like I left a piece of myself in that room. Mm-hmm. I think I was. I think a different person walked out after mm, yeah. after that. But I wouldn't give that up for the world. Those those times, those moments that that what I spent with him, that that's more precious than anything. And I think mm-hmm. that 
those type of stories, they're so human. They're so relatable that yeah, it's, it's a true. universal thing, right? And mm. it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be misery and pain. That, that, that it can be a celebration as well. It can be a celebration sure. of the life and, and like, like a bucket list of things that we can do for her so that she feels fulfilled as much as she can. Mm. Because, because a short and because all life ends, it's just a, a, a kind of a, a, a dilating of the process, you know, a, a, const mm. a constriction of the process. And yeah. I think it's something that games shy away from and people shy away from because they're scared. Because I death agree. is it can a be... difficult thing to talk about for everyone, honestly. It really is. It's a difficult subject. It can subject. be easier to just kill off a character in a battle, but it shows so much more courage and also real-world relatability and skillful writing. And I think skillful writing to to showcase more of a natural progression rather than just this character expired in this battle and it's much more of a quick burst of a, of a narrative and i think we don't see that oftentimes in games and guild wars 2 and arena i always like to to push push the mold and showcase different stories of of real world and representation and timey being a character of that i'm not saying i don't think that she needs to go on that journey right now. But I think it's a potential journey that could be interesting to see from a player player perspective. I mean, I, I don't think that it could, it, I don't think that it should be like the sole focus of an expansion. I think it's a, I think it should be like parallel narrative threads. So you could have the, the her, 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 her beautiful short life as one sort of rail mm. and then and then a kind of rebirth on the other side an introduction and moving on uh, as you have in 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 life when these things happen yeah. um so that so but i i understand i mean a lot of people that this is very real and and it is entirely understandable that people recall from that but i mean as we were talking about who do you want to your murder yeah. the character who do you want to die <laughs> Yeah. Death is a very um, relatable experience. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's in, the in relatable experience. Yeah, I mean, it's all gonna it's gonna happen. And yeah, thank you for sharing that as well, uh, yes. Phonax. That really is appreciated. It gives it it gives these conversations a lot more depth and uh, meaning. I think sometimes a lot of the time because we can appreciate how. We can we all we know what it's like to to lose someone. I mean, everyone probably knows that here uh, in the chat. Whether you're listening live and everything else, and you know how impactful and how all that's done in stories. Like if you think about different games you've played uh, and the deaths and how they impact you as well. Like that can be a really good way of like you know remembering a character as well. Like you know how they how their demise like occurred. You know and um in different ways whether or not they're a villain their hero your own character whatever and uh yeah that's something we've not seen for a while um or done to that level i think and mm -hmm. i can't really remember many mmos where that's happened i know there's um final those i'm not gonna say anything um there, there's other games <laughs> like where i'm like okay and, and i'm not sure if they come back to life yet or not and i don't want spoilers um <laughs> i'm just like you know it is yeah, that could be a thing. And also, um, 
you're talking about, you know, even Aurene and like Aurene dying and what that means for Tyria, what that means for the world we're on. And then it makes me think yeah. Guild Wars 3. Uh, or it makes me think expansion, and then it makes me think, wow. Did we go to like space or something? Well, All boots is them like dreams be imagined at some point in time. To is touch on the topic of Orin, just very slightly, yeah. I doubt they would ever kill her. God uh, damn it, Griff. It would be What is the. <laughs> what, what is the point? Uh, I think what Why they will that? probably do and what they should do is have her go into sleep. Have her go into hibernation and follow that journey like of elder dragons yeah. after they consume their magic. And in the case of Orin, she kind of consumes and refracts it. They go into a slumber. So Orin mm. uh, is a really um, dangerous character to have in the story for the sake of telling a narrative. Uh, so the... It's either kill her or have her go into her slumber. Mm -hmm. And if you kill her, there is, it's just like, what's the point of going through these three expansions? What's the point of this 10 year story arc? And in, in canon, I guess what Orin would be doing, predicting in the future, I'm psychic. She'll just have more children. And then those children will carry on the legacy of maintaining that magical balance. So I don't know if they're going, I I highly doubt that we would be having a storyline about the dragon magic so soon after them concluding the storyline of the dragon magic. I just want to get away from the dragon stuff. An interesting (laughs) thing they could do with Orin to allow her to remain as like a living three-dimensional character is have her go off on a journey. Yeah. Have her go to learn more about because, you know, she can't be entirely unique. There's the implied many worlds out there, many other the small pockets of reality drifting through the mists, each with their own gods and their own maintainers and their own gardeners and their own, you know, and mm. maybe she can go through the mists to learn more of what she is and her place in things. And she can go and have her journey. And every now and then we'll get just a little whisper. Hey, you're still alive. That's nice. <laughs> completely bugs um, in the notes that I gave you, I actually, there's a whole section on Aureen of, of what's going to happen with her. Is she going to go around and cleanse um, all of the lands of Tyria of the corruption, or at least nullify it in some capacity like she did um in uh, Grothmar mm. um or is is she going to are we going to be her dragon champion forever why don't we just uncouple ourselves and then Kunavan could step into the role or perhaps Ooh. the pale tree could step into the role these are there are other immortal beings on the planet that she could form this attachment with so that she doesn't face eternity in solitude Completely alone yeah Exactly. And, and I mean, this, the pale tree, you mentioned that, she still needs stabilizing. She's still practically comatose. Yeah. I mean, and could 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 the, the pale tree and Kunavang, could they go around and could we? I mean, I would say I, I like making things. Lots of games are like destroying things, like blowing up Lion's Art. I would love to go with Aureen on a grand tour and restore the land restore and rebuild aura restore and rebuild all the land the charlands that have been decimated have have like nature quests where you go off and you act as an avatar of the pale tree and you restore the natural order and growing trees and just like going through and, and killing off the 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 remaining bad guys i 
I want to, to, to be a restoration, restoring factor rather than like a destroyer of worlds. That is our Guild Wars 2 Cataclysm expansion. Thank <laughs> you so much. Going back to Corteria, revamping it's the, the zones. It's not Cataclysm, it's like... Guild Wars 2... Um, what would it be? Walking Children in Nature. <laughs> Hammy Brown. Kind of, it's oh, kind see. of the theme of the Lord of the Rings. I am. It's kind of thinking of Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, because yeah, so. the Lord of the Rings is is, is is like a rebuke of of like capitalism and robbing the earth, which was what Saruman wanted to do and what Saruman yeah, was true. doing in the in the White Tower. And mm. the, the 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 Fellowship was all about love and respect and restoration of nature and honoring the land. And mm. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let me have a look where we are and see if uh, I can add on something here. And da, 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 da. Yeah, I think I was just thinking about like a different story. I mean, we're going to have a more specific podcast as this kind of we get closer and get a little bit more information. But like, so they've got a lot of options, <laughs> a lot of options of stuff to do. I guess I guess the likelihood so is we're going. We're still in camphor because they have to do more stuff here, right? They did the same with our fire. They didn't do that with our fall though. Actually, honestly, they didn't really make more. I'm trying to think about post Harfons. The Harfons kind of had just died. Like it just ended, and then we, yeah. Yeah, Heart of Thorns in season three were uh, very different. There was a missed opportunity to have a season that revolved around the jungle and dealing yeah. with those issues. But ever since, I think they've been they've they've taken notice of that and have been mm -hmm. giving more attention to the zones of the expansion. Yeah, this is more it would have been like incredibly difficult with how they constructed Heart of Thorns to have any sort of restorative zones. It it feels like they planned in, like you said, they've been paying more attention. They planned in areas that could be restored. Yeah. That we could go back and revisit after the dragon's influence. Be cool. I mean, it is something that we've actually talked about, isn't it? Where the where many many MMOs have um, maps or areas that have two um, instances of themselves, two iterations: one before the story, one after the story. And especially with the the, the kind of the, the joining tech that we have, that you can join people on their maps already. I think it would be entirely possible to have different iterations, although. People who complain that it adds a complexity to the game, I, I agree. It it can, but it you have to decide what you want to prioritize. Do you want to prioritize the story and 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 the evolution of the of the world, or do you want to prioritize kind of um, player utility? So I guess mm. it's a it's 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 a it's a question and a balance that you have to decide. Okay, so what is the? I guess what I was thinking about was. Okay, I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring back the. I guess mechanics or features, maybe that we were gonna bring. I was gonna bring back the the reward track thing. Okay, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna bring that back because I think there's some stuff. That, there is story that we can bring back into the game. Obviously, like there was obviously they're gonna be going story forward wise, and we're gonna have this conversation. We always do have this conversation, but I wanted did want to have this conversation. I guess maybe briefly, but also not. Still got time. Um, about what they could do to change the game to keep people in the game past the point where they've got to level eight and they've played some of the 
fractals, the strikes, and, and whatnot as well. Um, in Destiny 2, uh, which I picked up again recently, I still haven't got to the end game of that, and there's a reason why, probably. Um, <laughs> the new player experience in Destiny 2 is probably one of the worst I've ever played, honestly. It's just very bad. Um, <laughs> it's just like they got rid of the story <laughs> they just deleted it and they give you this new path into the game which i still don't know what's happening um <laughs> i just know that i enjoy playing the game it's very very weird um and they do this thing where they have seasons and you basically i don't know if the season is linked to content specifically is a tiny bit confusing but like you play through the game, you level up and you get experience and it's very, very slow. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel grindy, but it's quite a kind of slow process. I'm at like level five or something, but you get different materials, you can get weapon skins and everything else like that. Standard thing you kind of get with battle royales as well, where if you pay for uh, the track or whatever it's called, the battle pass, you can get skins and loads more stuff. But if it's free and you don't, you don't pay, you can get some other bits and bobs. That was one thing where I was like, Damn, if there was a reward track that I slowly... It took a long time to get, um, but you could work through it, and it was something that would happen during a season. Um, mm. <laughs> like, like you know, which is what they call them. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about that as one of the mechanics which can come back, because you know, we talked about it before here. Um, I was just wondering if there's anything else, or if you think there a season track would be bad because we've already got reward tracks in the game anyway. Um, or if there's anything else that we feel like could be good things for them to think about now or additions or even smaller things or mechanics or UI or anything else that could be introduced to the game, which could give them a little bit more of a, you know, helping hand as we move and think about the game maintaining its status past 10 years, I guess, and in this modern world of gaming that we're in right now. I think season uh, reward tracks and and battle pass systems are probably the way forward when you look at it and you compare it to loot boxes. If I had to pick black lion chests or battle passes, I would probably lean more towards battle passes yeah. as they're much more transparent with, with the rewards that you are going to be getting. And they're often associated with some element of free rewards alongside it. And Overwatch 2 is getting rid of their loot boxes and introducing a battle pass system. And yeah. I, I've seen it and it looks fine. My one critique is that there doesn't feel like there's enough free rewards as you're right. playing the track. Um, but other games have been able to strike that balance a little bit better. Um, a game that I feel does it pretty well is probably Dead by Daylight, where you're able to gain okay. rewards by just going through and, and playing passively. And of course, Guild Wars 2 has their in-game shop. So you have that added flexibility of if I want to get a particular item now mm -hmm. or if it's just exclusively on the shop, you'll still have the gem systems. But with the RNG element of loot boxes, if I had to pick one of the lesser two evils, because at the end of the day, it's all about economics and, and getting their coin uh, as a studio has to do to keep their game developed, um, I would probably lean more towards battle pass systems and d here saying that like they're they're not a fan of seasons because they feel like subs and they make a way they feel like they're just pressuring you to play and um the, guild wars has always been so really respective of your of your time and lets you just kind of come and go as you want 
um, as you were talking about that in general, it'd be cool if they brought in battle passes, but as in like the, the reward tracks in PvP and World vs. World, where you pick which one you're working on, and each month they add a new one to the listing, and they can like cycle through them, or they can just perpetually add new uh, themes to the seasons, and you just like pick which track you're working on mm. at whatever time. Yeah, because Dead by Daylight uh, has a similar system. I think it's maybe their dailies or their like tomes, which are kind of like battle passes where they're saved on your account and you can go back and do them and complete certain tomes, uh, even if it is not the current most up to date one. So we see some games make it to where it is more of that, you know, FOMO, if you're missing out, get it while you can. Other games are a bit more forgiving and it's like, if you have it, you have it and you can go back and get those rewards and Mm -hmm. play at your own pace if you want to. So uh, I I would imagine ArenaNet would be, I I would hope that they would introduce some system where it's not, you have to get it this month and have to play this month or else you miss out on it forever. Yeah. Yeah, sign me up. I fucking hate Black Lion Chess. I fucking hate them. Unless you get the reward, then for about two no. seconds. Then it feels fine. Then it feels okay no. for like for a I, brief I, moment. I, I do. I do. I, I'm that person. I'm like, if, I don't buy them, but like for people buy the them free on stream. And I'm like, I, I, I'm still like opening them. It's annoying. It's bad. I hate it. I agree. I don't like them either. But when I get the good thing, I do feel good, but that's what they're meant to do, right? Yeah. And that's what yeah, they're meant not, to do. It's awful. They're fucking putting the bestie's shiniest lovely woo-woo right behind this woo-woo. fucking... I hate loot boxes. Yeah. I fucking hate uh-huh. loot boxes. When it's they're RNG, that mm-hmm. that feels like the, the koi fish. I never got them because it was just RNG-based. I couldn't I just, even buy it on the gem store if I wanted to. And guess what? I wanted to. I don't have them. That's why ES- ESO store does that. But like you can spend currency. It's a bit like the statuettes, but you can do it immediately. So they've just come out with time for stuff that's in the chests that you can buy. But they are quite expensive, so you have to get a lot. Um, that's yeah. the only problem. So like you're going to be on the next round of chests that come out by the time you're able to afford it. Um, yeah, but it's not it's not RNG. You're not relying on, on gambling. And it yeah, is- no, yeah, that's well, it. The, yeah. the bottom line is... It's encouraging kids to gamble in a game that isn't age-gated to mm-hmm. 18. If it was an 18 game, have at house, you want to manipulate adults, that's your call. I think it's a fucking dick move because some people yeah. have all sorts of problems around gambling, as well you know as a mental health professional, yep. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a fucking dick move. But I would rather have something that was steady progress that you can work towards over a period of time it's cyclic in nature so people don't feel that pressure you know what you get yeah exactly i fucking yeah. hate gambling it's it's such that's why um i mean i think that's the one thing that fortnite did very good like the, you know they had a when they introduced battle passes you knew what you were getting and if you didn't get it like over the took the course of the season like you know that was it you knew you knew what you were getting if when you were paying for it in the first place, you know. And often, more often than not, you get it anyway. But like, it is, yeah. There's, there's, and the Guild Wars could get, you know. It's, I, I am still surprised that that is a thing in the game because of the way they are. It is surprising that that still exists. I get why it exists, unfortunately, um, because you know, need that money, money. Um, and that's what that's probably one of their biggest 
income sources. So it's like if they get rid of that, they need a system that's going to replace it in a way which is going to be, you know, I was waiting for you to do your money hand thing. Um, <laughs> what happened? Thank you. Um, <laughs> very good. Um, you're normally so good. You're normally so like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. I've got like loot boxes. They, yeah, they, I know. They I can tell right your character keeps they smiling really and do. I think it's like between. It's <laughs> like, not, I'm not smiling. I'm I know you're not. I know you're not. I know you're not. But yeah, no, I think we all agree. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully something like that will change in the future. But I think until they find another good way to monetarily support their game, that it's, it's unfortunately mm-hmm. going to be something which is going to be staying. Unless they get something like Battle Passes game, which I think would be cool. They've got like the little season boxes where you can get, but they're again, they're RNG. So they're just like miniature flipping black lion chests anyway. <laughs> so like, yeah. it's, that's I, I, do, I was about to praise it, but then I was like, it's still random. It's still random. They have the get. delivery boxes. Yeah, that's those delivery, the, the supply drops. Those are good. Yeah. And if they it's did those weird. more. I don't yeah. advertise it though. I really. just don't like the way because it's it's like a battle pass, but it's not. It's not yeah. tied to your own progression of feeling like you're being rewarded mm-hmm. for playing the game. It's yeah. just wait to log in next week and then get them. So it feels yeah. no different than just like a really bumped up daily reward or weekly yeah. reward in yeah. that case. So and it's also there's no free component to it, which I think a lot of people appreciate that with battle passes mm-hmm. because it's something that you can keep track of and it's something that you can make a more clear decision on. And taking Overwatch 2 and as, as an example, their their battle pass shows you all of the things that you're going to get if you purchase it. And seeing those skins, I'm like, you know what? I could see myself because I have that information. I think it's like ten dollars or something. The standard price, yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what? Because I got all my information, and because I saw everything, I saw like I could come to that conclusion of, do I want to purchase this or not? Also, you can see how far you get, and then you can purchase it, yeah. and you get all the rewards anyway. So you can get to the yeah. end of the season, see where you got to, and if you didn't get that far, you know, you just don't buy it, and you got and the free I- stuff. Like if if you add to this, if ArenaNet did it with like their daily login system, if mm. they iterated on that, like they're mentioning in chat, it's if you if it just when you log off and you can't log in for a week, it just pauses your progression, and you just pick it up and finish it as you can without the like cutoff once you've unlocked the progression. I, I mean, I think that they would make a lot more money on the gem store if they actually had a gem store. That was fit for purpose. It is not fit for purpose. The, the The previews are abysmal. The previews are abysmal and they're tiny. P- players want to be able to look at them on their characters properly. You can't zoom in. You it, you can't sit in the chairs. You can't sit in the chairs. You <laughs> yeah, can't. that's true. Actually, that's a big thing. If the staff is going past the window, you can't drag it down to see the rest of it. Yeah, don't be a norn when you're trying to do that. And the funny thing is, is like certain windows, certain windows like the LFG and the friends list, you can expand that, but you can't expand any of the other windows in games. It's a web browser, isn't it? Like it's based off of like, I don't know what it's called. I mean, if you change, if you change the interface size to the largest, you get a quite large interface to look at, but you still cannot zoom in and look at the small details on your mm. character and some of the, the things that they're selling you need to see them especially if you're a char character because of all the clipping issues that there, there are mm-hmm. so 
if you want people to 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 be able to actually like preview buy the stuff you have to let them try it on so have a, a an, an npc interface you know like they've got the hairdresser and and cl clipping thing that yeah. you can go you can talk you can see just have something like that they, they 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 changed how they did the skins that they were selling so now they appear in la in a big display so you can actually go and look at them because they wanted people to be able to interact with them more they need to do that kind of thing and the, and and they need to like have more instances more advertisements on their twitter and things showing these different models on different things and they really need to like it's it's the same. They're not shaking their moneymaker. They're not shaking their moneymaker for the for the gem store. And I think it's doubly frustrating for me because we love the game. We see how good the game is. We see how much content there is in the game. And they're just not selling it and, and showing <laughs> This it is a general it. this is a general problem that man for Yeah, I'd love time. to see if they like they put a little dry dock in the black lion um the, the where they have the the weapons stands yeah. previewed they put a little dry dock there to preview the skiff skins or a little yeah. uh they, they could have a open up the back rooms and have a menagerie back there to show off any new mount skins yeah well i mean yeah. now i mean i mean and as we know thanks to uh the skill craft and commentation of fornax aka the Crichton herald there are elf ears in the game <laughs> and they come i'm gonna pop i'm gonna find that video um, show this off in game though instead of relying on content creators to <laughs> do all the trumpeting for them here's the thing if, okay so you don't have a huge budget but you yeah. do have a shit ton of content creators chomping at the bit to, to show off the game that they love and that's that they're they're growing their own careers with so it's a it's a, it's a mutually beneficial arrangement mm -hmm. so task the the better ones the ones that you like the content that they're making, task them task no, the better no, ones favorites. i like crying there was the one who said that ah! <laughs> who are Very. the better ones saying crying her i have no opinion on that that's not my oh so i see Task, task. New YouTube video, tier list of Gilroy's two content creators. Oh, <laughs> damn, that would be some dramatic stuff right there. Can you imagine? You want to start drama? Do oh, that. God. But don't do it. For example, they got Rookery to do the the the, uh, the narration for yeah. the, the, the kind of story summation. Yeah. But imagine Kroof making a uh, new player guides for the basic builds for the raid. Uh, you know this you like know you're showcasing shit. it exactly somewhat yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and showcasing it cinematically pleasing because sometimes it's like you got to have an eye for for the actual presentation element of it as well there's so many elements that actually go into content creation and how to show off a game especially with guild wars 2 you have so much flexibility over the camera the angles shaders and and etc it, it every every little detail matters when you are showing off a game. It's a good thing we're showing this video then, isn't it? Right now, it's a good way. Right now, it's a good. Definitely does that very well. Kruf does it very well as well. When I get time to edit, I do it. I do it well. I like to think as well with my editing skills. But like, 
It but is I mean, true. You see what I mean? Just cut your cloth. If you don't have a huge amount of, of marketing budget, then use what you have and mm -hmm. make it a, a, a beneficial relationship between the two. So if you're a streamer, then say, if you make all these videos, then the next time we have a live stream, we're going to have you on it, you um, front and center, you doing this thing within the game or you doing that thing in the game and we'll promote you and so that we help you, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and chuck some goodies in for the for the for the streamers or the content creators community and there you go you know i mean does that sound ridiculous i mean i think no I think it's what other it's, communities do it's it, it could integrate um the partner program and content creators more more fluidly into Absolutely. the cycle of sharing news i mean we we do it already whenever there's there's a sentence of a blog post and muckluck makes a 20 minute long video about it so people are yeah. very eager to to make content yeah. and to share and to start discussion and show these aspects of the game off so i don't think that's a, a far off um recommendation for next it's, it's yeah, really so it does does a really good job of like putting their content careers in um like they have interviews with them they have like different regions as well actually like uh uk gets people like you know there's dawn whisper and um K-Power and some other people who you know, our community probably know know remember who they get like they have the English version of like the ESO cast that they're doing where they show the maps off. They literally had a cast yesterday where they did like a map preview or something. And sometimes they do things when they go through dungeons and then they will go through the dungeon with content creators and they go through it on that test server, the PTR because mm -hmm. they got PTR, um, which is always up. And they go through it with them and they talk about the, the dungeon and they go through all the details of it and they talk to them with the content creators and they've got that excitement and hype there as well. So it's like, yeah, there's there's definitely some stuff where they can get involved with people. I've done a couple of bits and pieces with like PvP, but I was here. So I was like, you know, like if you want, me, want to grab me in, in for this thing, then sure, I'll be welcome to doing that. Um, you know, and so I've done a, I've been lucky enough to do one or two Vinks and pieces. I just watched you, but, I was watching the, um, Scrapper reveal for Heart of Thorns on my side Oh monitor, my god. And I saw you on there, I was like, oh yeah, hi Devro. Yeah, I was there, I, that, I forgot about that. Um, I was here, what was I here for? I think I was visiting my ex. <laughs> I just combined it. Um, yeah, that's why I was here. I forgot about that. Uh, I can't remember everyone's like saving and just looking at me. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, couldn't take a sip of water. It's fine. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, but like that kind of stuff is good because you get people's excitement about it and, and hype about it. And, you know, there are other in instances where people have been involved as well, which is cool. Um, and we'll get some of that probably during Extra Life, honestly. <laughs> We'd probably get that involvement again, which is cool. Um, uh, is there a partner server? There is like a, there is a client which partners get access to when sometimes before big releases. Um, Only when they want us to. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not it's, it's not something that's consistent. Permanent. Um, I mean, it's permanent, but like we can't, we can't get access for a certain So there time. are moments where ArenaNet will utilize more more blatantly um the aspect of community content creation we saw it a little bit before end of dragons when uh, people got to test out uh, echo Vald wilds and areas of new kaineng uh, and those bigger moments of expansions are also a great uh, time to do that and mm. that was awesome to see for end of dragons mm. no we're not think... that's not it's not an nda thing no we, we can, have people, to tell people we have that to tell we, people we have to say this is in partnership so. 
that's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a, a hashtag uh, arena net partner. I think that they actually, <laughs> I, I was really impressed with how they implemented their open beta for the testing of the of the new um, builds and things. I thought that was very, very good. They just released it on everyone's client. Oh, yeah, to- yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, there was some stuff where I was a bit disappointed. Well, I mean, so but if you think about how was... much... Sorry, apologies. No, you, no you go. You, you I apologize. No, 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 I'll no, go. No. Everyone <laughs> apologize. I'm sorry. Old Scotch is also sorry, clearly. Sorry, uh, I apologize. Yes, terribly sorry. Good. Yeah, Carry I'm on. very British. Um, so, so am I, I so fucked. Th- <laughs> we'll just, we'll just, like, we'll just apologize to each other until the end of the stream. You serve. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Return. Sorry. <laughs> I think that I, I like World of Warcraft. God help me, I do. Um, and sorry, I good. think that, yeah, and I think that that their betas that they do, uh, they have been guilty of sharing far too fucking much. But the the their the betas, their open betas that they have in the, in like months before the the game releases, yeah. do a huge <laughs> amount for the community. Oh, it God. like invigorates all the content creators. People are jumping into the game to see what's happening. You may yeah. love it, you may hate it. You can cut off the story at the ball <laughs> so no one gets spoiled. But I think that that kind of idea, sorry, it's getting late. It's like 11 o'clock here now, guys. Um, so that means you just, then you start talking about cutting people's balls off. And no, if you don't no, know what... The filter is going... Hey, Harold um, is saying beta, but in an English way. Because we, we, we oh, say beta. Like beta max. Oh. I like... Oh. <laughs> the test realms. The open world BTRs, test realms. betas, betas. BTR. That's what we say. BTR. I used to say beta okay. until Gantz America. Or inside the game. Traitor. Traitor. I, there are many words I say. Like, Jebra is now say, saying Z. Yeah, I am. I'm studying military as well. Um, <laughs> Shots fired. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying yoga yet, though. Oh, Shit, okay. no. You'll never get back in if you start saying that. Oh, no. um, is that a bad thing? <laughs> right now, not so much. I'm not sure what the um, pound's doing right now. Oh. Sorry about that. <laughs> And, the, and generally I'm, everything. I'm currently streaming. Otter Scotch now are just like. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Shit's going down in the UK, England's man. Basically fucked. <laughs> like the pound is worth the same amount as the dollar. The conservatives are going literally oh, like. No. They're not even scared anymore about like giving money to the rich. They're just announcing it. <laughs> they're just like, we don't care about poor people anymore. Fuck it. It's not military. Military. Yeah, I know. Military. Yeah, spelled no, the same as well, isn't it? Yogurt. Yogurt. It's clipped. English is all like... Yogurt. 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 Marzipan. I'm from the north, so I Wait, how know. do you say marzipan? Marzipan. Marzipan. You say marzipan. No, it's just a reference. Wait, no, it's how mar- do you marzipan. Say? You say marzipan as well. Okay. Yeah. What? Marzipan? It was a reference to a reference <laughs> yeah. that I know of. Oh, it is okay. no way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. it's it's not the word that's setting you no. off like that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna also anyway. anyway, so betas, betas. <laughs> Just spawned off of that. Boots isn't I'm even here. About... Where are you, Boots? Like, what's going in on? In general, right? Yeah. Cups in general. Uh, so I think that they get so much publicity off that kind of early access content, cooking or oh, not. Yeah, and and I feel like the, like they did such a good at um, job with like opening it up so easily to the rest of the community. Yeah. I really would like to see them doing that kind of thing to do some playtesting as well. 
Playtesting. Cucked or uncucked, your choice. They, <laughs> they, they do some playtesting during the expansions, which I do appreciate. But for End of Dragons, I do think it was a little unfortunate that we were not able to test out Seitung Province, any yeah. of the uh, expansion zones, at least a small little snippet of it, as we were able to do for Heart of Thorns and Path of Fire. So that was that was one that, like, element. The training grounds. And just yeah. invisible walled everything just else. That area. And just let us have the training grounds. Yeah. Training grounds and a little bit of the the Aether Blade. Because we also that was maybe another thing. We didn't even know the enemy uh leading mm -hmm. up to the expansion. So yeah. I think they've improved uh quite a bit, but they also like dropped the ball uh with presenting other things that they actually did present in their other mm. expansion tests. Mm. So that was a bit uh, strange. So hopefully whenever expansion four comes, they'll have more time uh, and they'll have everything more situated. Of course, the pandemic affected development, um, but hopefully expansion four will have pretty... a, a much stronger um, showing. Yeah. They, they just need to learn to drip feed their content and keep, keep a, a, like a, a momentum going. Even mm. if it's small things, as you as you know, we will overreact. The content creation community will over the fuck react. To we will make clickbait thumbnails, titles. We will go the whole nine yards. Single single piece of concept art. Tell us it, it it can't even be used, and and just challenge us to guess what it would have been if it had been used. I mean, that's what there we did. Go. We did podcasts on that we one did. image of like you know. Remember when the the Mesmer one was the most noteworthy oh, i think and is it a spear or is it a dagger or what is it and like you know it was just like for ages it was i think it was like what was it three or four hours just on this one thing every single show it was mm. great <laughs> and then we were just like well if it's a spear what is this and we named them didn't we we came off a billion oh jeez that was that's gonna be next year if it's coming out in 2024 they gotta start releasing that stuff i want to see it i want to see the new mm. elite specializations let's go <laughs> Let's go. Give me a spoon. Spoon. New weapon. <laughs> spoon feed me. With a spoon. Is there there isn't there needs to be a rusty spoon dagger skin. Sorry. Probably. Isn't oh, I don't okay. think there is. Oh <laughs> and all my the spoon gosh. collection and how like how a much of a spoon. thing that is. Rusty spoon. Jewel <laughs> I like it. Rusty skin. You can get a little crossbow with uh, pistols. There's a crossbow pistol skin. I have that. Those are good. Yeah. There's a whip skin as well if you like a bit of BDSM. Chains and whips excite me. That, that, whips don't have to just be about BDSM. <laughs> they don't. They can be. They can they be can about cattle, about, like you know, cow. They can be about um, catwoman. No, no, oh, it's wait. it's deeply morally dubious. BDSM is all about Indiana like Jones. proper consent, right? Yeah, you don't whip yeah, don't, don't whip true. cattle. That's no, don't do that, guys. Well, that's not good. okay, but like so, it can be so just a, well. a thing here. Um, whips sure. are not actually meant to strike the animal with; it's to make a loud noise to scare them. Mm. Well, yeah, when I mean, being it's a two for one combo. Animal, it's like I'll have that five dollar combo deal not. at McDonald's. So. <laughs> there you go. I want that sound and I want the lash on my back because that gets me excited. Oh. I don't know. I'm in a uh, People can be dicks with whips. That sounded wrong. Anyways. <laughs> you can be dicks with whips, can I? I think we've devolved now. 
into uh, or or you Sorry. know ascended actually or ascended ascended i'm not sure how we got there actually i think it was all scotch's fault to be honest it was my fault that one was my fault i was talking about rusty spoons and it ended up on uh, consent with whip usage (laughs) (laughs) mom come pick me up the party's getting weird (laughs) no matter no matter what it's what it's about the theme you can always rely on the library's podcast to get slightly (laughs) awkward and also not (laughs) at different times uh and also talk about Whatever you are doing at home, probably. <laughs> the comfortableness of your own home. Uh, consent matters. Consent matters. Yes, it does. Um... Where were we, though, before I derailed things talking about I think we're pretty much. Games. I think we're pretty we're much done. But, like, what were how, we talking about? Promotion. Was there an end point here? Yeah. But I think we've hit all the bases. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what other bases are now. Um, like... Third base. Oh. <laughs> you gotta give me that one. You, need, yeah, you gotta give good. me that it one. It was good. Okay. All right. What do I give you for that one? Like points? I don't know. <laughs> no, I need to just continue. Whatever that is. No. <laughs> you get to come on next week's show. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Um, actually, I'm not sure there will be one next week. We'll see how we go. It's my first a liar. week. liar. <laughs> I'm just a liar now. I am the worst person. Actually, next week is going to be the first podcast of Rift, the new MMORPG from Ooh, Tryon Wells, who is dead now. Brand new. Um, <laughs> do you know that they sold Rift for like 30k dollars? And then went free to play, and then went on maintenance mode. Uh, it was already free to play before they sold it. Tryon Wells sold no. the MMO. Yeah, 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 it was. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about the history of it being like a sub-based game. Oh, then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, oh, no. Yeah. They, they sold the Tryon yeah, Wells. Yeah. Tryon Wells got sold, and they sold for like 30k or something like that. Oh. It's a game ago. That was like $30,000. That's sad. I thought and I was a basic sad. bitch for re-downloading Elder Scrolls Online. So Why are we talking about basic <laughs> bitch? Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online's community is bigger than Guild Wars 2. <laughs> it's not, it's like, it's one of the biggest MMOs out there still. It's true. It is. It seriously is. It's very good at the moment. It has its title to fall back on. Oh, yeah. No, I mean... I think and Bethesda. I I but honestly yeah. think that if it wasn't Elder Scrolls Online and it was what it was when it launched and it just was called something else and it just didn't even have that. Bless time, Unleashed it just died. Like you know, oh god, let's not even go there. <laughs> you can't do this yet. Fuck you, game. <laughs> like we'll oh save all these god. discussions for the general MMO stream. Yes, honestly, it really one. is amazing how well Guild Wars is doing without a large um ip as a a support yeah either tangential blizzard even has i mean they have all their other games going on to keep them alive should warcraft ever falter they've got all these other games to support it we've got elder scrolls and final fantasy all the other major mmos have ips and big beefy companies holding them up but yeah. Guild Wars is doing really well for being just itself that's all ArenaNet does and then yeah, we could see their earnings it's a little game that could right yeah. it's a little yeah. game that could I mean we saw their earnings as well and they're in the best they've kind of ever been and they're popular they're, they're pretty hype about it this is a good conversation to kind of head towards to end the stream actually um 
but yeah so you're right like there is a lot to be like i mean i want to i want to say as well like that i've I've definitely had some words during this podcast about where I'm thinking about the, where the game's going. The reason, some of the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I know there are content creators who have quit actually in the last week or so, um, and some that I just haven't seen anymore. Uh, Holtz is a big necromancer like player who like puts, you know, you know those Guild Wars two kind of you never see them unless you want to look for the footage but then you realize their videos have got like 20 30 40 thousand views and they've just world v world roaming and like there's a massive community and holds is like a big <coughs> necro streamer and just quit the game talking about you know how there's nothing really new that they want to challenge themselves with how they're changing as a person because the game came out 10 years ago and like how our tastes change and things like that so it's interesting to see how games move forward so they can adjust to the times and the culture of like gaming now and whether or not they can keep up kind of thing if that makes sense i'm interested to see how guild wars 2 arena net kind of evolve in the future uh that will be interesting to see man they have to throw the world v world players a bone they have to give them something <sighs> they have to get alliances done yeah they just have to get it done to it. by the end of the year like they ain't got that done, man. On yeah. the PvE front, Oof. it's super exciting. They finally put... Because it feels like they, they've not just finished with the dragon stories. I mean, they don't. That's true. They don't. But Sorry. they've freed up their storytelling style. They've freed up their approach to, to, to content releases. Just, like, they could go any direction now. And yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they can do what they want. They don't have to put. They don't have to put out the world be world, but they they probably should get it out soon. <laughs> As somebody who really wants to get into world v world, I would love, and it would get me into world v world to see the alliances yeah. done. It would I get mean, me it, there. It's it's about meaning what they say and saying what they mean. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's like at a certain point, if you say you're going to do something. Of course, you don't have to do it, but if we're looking at it from a business side and even just like honoring of one's words, it does have to come at some point. Yeah. Of course, the longer it takes, the more people begin to question that integrity or like they end up losing interest because other things catch their eye. But th this is also to say that people lose interest in things all the time but then circle back to it when you know their interest is peaked again and guild wars 2 being the game that it is you know people take breaks all the time people come back so yeah, yeah that's true mm -hmm. yeah it's not the be all and end all if you know people sends a message breaks. though sends a message and all the stuff uh, of and... the current state of that of that person's like overall goals and interest but yeah. it does somewhat reflect the the current state of the game and what area they're playing mm. okay true well then i think we will end it there any rebuttal i think if we go any further we're going to go spinning on another tangent and there won't be yes. a good breaking point so, so we're all just like yeah yes. not gonna very good <laughs> I need to go and eat. Circling it back to your butt, that's fine. It's a perfect ending. It's very circular. Rounded. Is it? <laughs>
Have you been hitting those squats, Jebra? No, I haven't actually. Aww. I can send you a little little routine. You have a routine for squats? Yeah. Okay, send it to me. We'll start it on the video tab right now. <laughs> send it over. I'm old now. My hips are absolutely screwed. Oh, so. That's why you have to do squats. So Is that you why you do should hip, do squats? You should, well, you should do hip stretches, I should say. I do do which, those, and it just doesn't get better. I don't walk much. I don't really well, go outside. did you do them earlier the in life? Is, the thing is, Kruf, is that I don't go outside much anymore. No, 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 no. Did you do those stretches earlier in life? Mm, I want to say no. Okay. <laughs> I that do, might be I, why. You was, have some catching up to do. Oh, God. How long is it going to take me? Jesus. Gotta move. Keep that Always. mobility. I mean, Eat I'm those trying. oils. Wait. Lubricate. In fairness, the US is notorious for not having anywhere that people can walk, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, really? I mean, I walk by oh, a I major... Gotcha. I walk by Highway 1 every day, so death could strike me at any moment. You just walk yeah. I live on Highway 1. Wait, where do you go every day that you walk there every day? The gym. You go outside? Well, no, I shouldn't say wow, You're such a like, non-gamer. Anyway. <laughs> I touched grass, but I also touched sand because I'm like in a beach city, bruh. <laughs> I tasted salt water. <laughs> gulp, gulp. <laughs> Why are you here? I don't know. You asked me. I know. You know what you're what getting. the fuck is wrong with me? You have only uh, yourself to blame for this, Jeffro. I do. I'm not keep asking them to come back. Um, I'm rolling in that gamer down. <laughs> Okay, okay. I don't, I'm not lying when I say this is my favorite time of the week. So it honestly is. Um, okay, so. We're friends like these. Who truly needs anything else in life? Um, <laughs> maybe some food. Uh, maybe some food, yeah. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> Oscar just like, yeah. I'm just, out of water. Oh no, right, we're done now. Oscar, tell us what you do, where you do it, where can we catch you? And you've also got a store. Go. I've got a store, yes. So I am Otter Scotch. I stream on Twitch. I make things and I play Guild Wars. But yes, this is my highlight for the day. Oh, um, nice. I have a store up on uh, Ko-Fi Coffee, however it is pronounced, Coffee. where I currently have um, commissions open for your own little adorable felted quaggan. And as soon as the weather actually commits to being cooler outside, I will be felting that for you on stream. Oh, okay, cool. The live content. Excellent. Love it. Yeah, I guess I had that up real slow, real briefly. That is very cool. That is absolutely adorable. That is amazing. Really good. It kind of looks like a marshmallow. <laughs> you talented lady. You're beautiful. That's gorgeous. Thank you. I don't think yeah. I could bring myself to eat that, though. It's... I would not recommend. It's made of wool, so you know. Not cats love these, though. I used yeah, to I make um, toys for my cat out of with my needle felting. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? Uh, I am otter scotch everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Even in my house and outside when I, I go to the store. Otter scotch is here. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good good okay excellent please go to their store buy the figs <gasps> thank you for coming on the show Grant Harold, aka Fornex aka person who talks about things in places Gosh, tell us what you. you do and where you do it 
please. Um, so everyone likes the Crichton Herald. You will find me on YouTube at the Crichton Herald. Um, you will find me on Twitch at the Crichton Herald. You will find me on Twitter at Crichton underscore Herald. But I do have the other ones, so no one can pinch them and say weird stuff. I say enough weird stuff. I don't need any help in that department. Excellent. And yeah, I, I make <laughs> Guild Wars 2 content most of the time. Content. So that's me. Yes. And thank you for being for inviting me on the podcast. And long may she roll. Where are you rolling to? I don't know. <laughs> no, no. It's about the journey. Uh, not the destination. I think, I think you just I think you just gendered the Lightbringers podcast. Did I? Shit, yeah. sorry. I think you did. She's a she. Um, I don't think we've ever done it before. <gasps> She's serving. She is. Dude, I named all the trees in my garden, so don't don't even get me started, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Fonis, for coming on the show. Please make sure you go into the description, follow them, and do all the things. Same with what Scotch as well. Last, but certainly not least. Proof. That's what you do, what you do. Hi. So I'm on YouTube at Kroof. I also uh, do some Guild Wars 2 stuff, which is very shocking with how much how and how little I actually know about this game. But um, I also stream here on Twitch every day of the week, uh, usually doing some Guild Wars 2 stuff. We just did a Raid Shadow Legends sponsored stream, so that was very fun. And uh, oh, thank cool. you for having me on. I appreciate it. We've added dance at the end. Okay. If you would like to follow the stuff I do, I produce and make this podcast weekly currently. This uh, is the... It's not the final week before... I'm not sure what's happening next week. When this is going to be continuing. Because I've got to work out my schedule. I think it's going to be fine. It's a 12... It might be a little bit later. Which is okay. I think who knows. I will check with the peeps who I invite on the show. We don't know. But I'm signing my first role as a therapist... It's coming Monday, uh, depending on when you watch that. That's the Monday after the podcast happened at the start of October, which is very exciting and scary. But also, please follow all my stuff. Twitch.tv slash JebroUnity. JebroUni everywhere, doing all the things. Twitter, Instagram, Oninis, uh, loads of stuff. All the things. Do that. Uh, if you like it, tell your friends, because people apparently are telling their friends, and... The podcast is literally the biggest thing on my channel right now. So on YouTube, it's cr actually ridiculous. Um, even even the episode with Boots, get views. It's really good. Shocking. Right? It is shocking. Very shocking. Odd. So weird. Um, and if you have any subjects or things you want us to talk about, please drop them in the comments. Um, we're probably not running out because i got loads of stuff. It's just this week, this week I was just like, let's chill and talk post-Guild Wars 2 kind of-ish and what's going on in the world. Other than that, thanks so much for watching. Take care and have a massive biscuit if you want to. Uh, it's Friday, so hopefully you're having a fantastic day wherever you are. No, that's not right. I'm trying to, trying to get a song going. Oh, flip it. Anything else to say? No? Good. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> actually, it's my it's my husband's birthday today, and I totally blew him oh off. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. You blew him <laughs> okay. off to come to this? No, no, no. Like no, I, no, no crap. No, 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 no crap. No, that's not what I meant. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
That was Jeffro's fault. No, I didn't even understand. say that. What are you talking about? You emphasized it. You said you did not. I did not. That was not me. I did never do that. And oh my God, EXE has crashed. Do you want to say? Do you want to say happy birthday to them, and it will be forever recorded? Sure. Happy birthday, my love. Aww. Aww. Nice. I'm gonna go cry and being single now. Same. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine with that. It's good. We're all good. We're all good. Happy birthday, husband. And everyone <laughs> whose birthday it is today. <laughs> not, not her husband. Our husband. Our husband <laughs> is now... Uh, that is the truth. <laughs> and if you are lonely, it's okay. We are too. We'll see you later on the, the Lightbringers podcast. Episode 27 is coming maybe next week. See you soon. And bye-bye. And totally be married and lonely. It's totally wow. possible. Are you going to let me end this podcast with a fade out of the music? Let me fade out, goddammit. <laughs>